0: just a couple days too late but we did it we're here for episode 124 of hotline league and i'm so happy to be joined by my co-host and our guest for this week because there's actually it's actually perfect because we we had to delay the show for a couple of days because of reasons that mark will explain uh and uh and a lot has happened in the past two days so it's actually perfect so maybe it was all part of the master plan how are you doing mark my constant co-host
1: I knew all this information was coming out today, so I um, made sure to delay the start of the show. Um, what happened was I spilled water on my computer, and I put it in rice, the classic. And two days later, it's you know it's chugging along just fine, no no ill effects. And uh, that's why it's on Wednesday instead of Monday.
0: That's true. I so I got a message from Mark on Monday. I messaged him on Monday, and I was like, I don't know who. We should have on this uh, this today do you have any ideas uh because it was memorial day weekend and i uh maybe should have done a better job of booking guests anyway and mark was like i don't my computer's not working i was like what that doesn't sound like the alienware technology i know and he's like might be water damage and i was (laughs) okay okay so uh he's like yeah i was like okay well i can loan you a computer he's like let's just try on on wednesday which I would have was a better day for me anyway. So uh, we ended up now pushing to, to Wednesday and his computer's fine. So that's the shout out to Alienware at the start of the show. Raz is here. Raz, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing all right. Um, apparently my PC didn't have to go through the same torture his had to. So I'll, I'll take that as a dub.
0: Yeah. And we do have some, uh, I know we have a little bit of audio issues with Raz right now. We were trying to figure out some mic stuff, but we just needed to get the show going. So my apologies to uh, podcast listeners who... Perhaps have in ears in and are are struggling with us. Either way, I don't know,
2: is it that bad? Wait a second,
0: Raz. Uh- it is. It is what it is. All right, we're fifteen minutes late. We just gotta live with it. We gotta live with it. I can
2: it. always I can always try with my my webcam mic.
0: I just I don't think we should be doing audio changes in the middle of the show once it started.
2: But I mean, we've already had a lot of tech issues with this show in its history, so I'm I'm okay with this small
0: change. I, uh, I already, I already shouted out Alienware by the way, but I am very excited. And we'll talk more about this later on in the show, but let's see if I can, we'll be uh we have a second sponsor for this episode. And for the next three weeks, I'm very excited. Welcome draft buff to the show. Uh, If you have missed doing the fantasy stuff that Riot used to provide and hasn't for a very long time, Guess what? There's finally a place you can go to do that. Go to DraftBuff.com. And, uh, there's no, it's not, it's not like a gambling thing. It's just good old fashioned fantasy and actually kind of better than the stuff that Riot provided. Cause there's more options and that kind of thing. There's an app on both Google play and the app store. Look, I'm already getting ahead of myself. I want to, I want to do the full breakdown of, of their stuff. Once we get to their break in the second half of the show. But thank you DraftBuff for sponsoring and uh, everybody do me a favor, go check out DraftBuff.com. I'll put their link in the uh, in the chat right now for people who are watching Twitch. I'm opening it up. Yeah, I mean, you could go draft. Mark Mark and I, I'm trying to get Mark to do a, a draft before the start of the split, maybe in, in two weeks on, on stream, we'll see. But anyway, whatever. We'll, we'll talk more about DraftBuff a little bit. And again, thank you to Alienware as well, both of our sponsors for sponsoring uh, this episode. We'll be rotating their logos. Anyway, uh, Mark. Yeah. Crazy couple of days, I feel like. Crazy day today.
1: Can you break down all the craziness for anyone who wouldn't have caught it?
0: Did you miss it? Were you not I think attention? I caught
1: all of it. It's the, mostly Dignitas and TSM stuff, right?
0: Yeah, Dignitas and TSM. Uh, we got Viper. There's a rumor that Huni is going to EG. And Oh, I did miss that one, actually. Speak yeah. uh, Speaker confirm for TSM and I, i'm trying to think if there's anything else oh i guess the stream uh stuff got uh, a little bit more teased on what what's ha- happening this weekend the big streaming event I know the so that'll be pretty cool which chat am i forgetting anything else we're not going to talk about tyler one hitting challenger i don't know
1: tarzan dom drama
0: is that something we should
1: no there's nothing to say <laughs> is there
0: i don't i don't think there's anything to say about that I'm yeah, ready for the it's...
2: color to come in with that one yeah
0: yeah Either From way,
2: TSM, what about, what about this da- drama on Twitter?
0: But also, and F just tweeted something about how he feels as though he's like, oh man, it's so much cooler whenever the community is doubting your team. So I think a lot of people are, are because of the, the speaker thing are, are pretty doubtful of that. Oh, by the way, Dardok yeah, I mean, joined you know Dignitas. I know I said Viper, but I don't know if I said Dardock. I think Mark, you said Dardock.
1: No, I said the Dignitas and TSM stuff kind of encapsulating That's... all those moves.
0: Uh, but either way, Rez, how you been?
2: Doing all right, man. Uh, I, can, I can feel that sentiment with it's better to start the split with non-believers so you can... It's like a good drive, honestly. I mean, Doublelift already has an insane amount of drive after the end of that Team Liquid bit, right? And then now people obviously not looking too promised, like, happy with the changes that they made. So, yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's definitely an injection of dopamine.
0: How have you been spending the, the break? Because this is pretty long oh, downtime. I've been
2: crazy. Yeah, I've been crazy. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I want to be more productive. And the worst thing about it is that you just lose, um, you lose sense of what day it is.
3: That's <laughs> yep. always
2: the worst part about it. And as you can see, like, I mean, it's growing back now, but I went bald because that's the only positive side of quarantine is that no one has to see – your face in a while so you can just do some experimentation and the only opportunity i was going to have to really experiment on my bald head was either in quarantine or when i was already balding and so i'd rather see what it
1: looks sorry why is is it that you
0: couldn't just do this under normal circumstances well because
2: then you have to fucking walk
1: around with it for three months it's
2: a big coin flip and it's like am i ugly bald and you're in front of a a close to a thousand
0: people right now
2: yeah
4: but most of the time i'm not leaving my house
2: You still
1: and like none of these people are like right in front of me. Like I don't have to see their eyes like scan my forehead as they talk to me and they go, "God damn, where'd your hair go?" Yep. So I I actually saw that tweet, Raz. Like I don't know when you put it out, like a month or two ago. Yeah. And you almost had me. Like I was like, "Ashley, get the Clippers. (laughs) We're doing this." Should
2: (laughs) honestly though, if if you're not doing some wild shit during quarantine, then you're missing out because soon enough. Uh, you're going to be out there living a normal life and realizing, oh, no, people are going to judge me if I make the wrong it's, decision. It's
1: it's too late now, though, because like, LCS starts, like, what, June 12th uh, that's or something? A
2: fact. That's a fact, yeah.
1: you're look, right. I can't.
4: Yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, oh, God. Right. That's a lookmark mark. You should have the entire show in this, honestly. You might even get a call out of it.
0: All right. Let's talk about... Wait, oh, there was one other thing. CLG posted a back to LCS vid on their Twitter, and then I guess they deleted it.
1: Wait, uh, wait what did they post? CLG it? did?
0: So they're on the CLG subreddit. It says, anyone else see the back to LCS summer video CLG put out of a team meeting yesterday? I think they deleted it after, not sure why. Maybe because the person dropped in and it wasn't announced beforehand, but the vid was edited, so I don't know. Uh. And then... People in the comments are saying, like, oh, yeah, looks like there's no roster changes, and I guess there was a miscommunication, and it was posted too early, but, uh, yeah, it sounds like they're not making changes based off of, I guess, this video they accidentally posted, unless it's all part of their brilliant plan to mislead people.
2: Yes, troll the audience in off-season time. No one wants that, honestly. No one wants that.
0: Uh, by the way, somebody in Twitch chat was asking for a referral code for DraftBuff, which uh, you can use Travis Gafford, Just my name. Easy. All right. Mark, how about you? How you been this past week?
1: Didn't we just cover that?
0: We talked about what Raz did. No, we talked we about, talked about my computer. You went on a trip.
1: Oh, it wasn't a trip. Uh, my, my anniversary with my girlfriend was on Sunday, so we drove up PCH. Um i guess it's probably a little illegal but you know like whatever like uh all the beaches uh people like have social distancing stuff so, like they weren't super crowded but you still had to like walk pretty far with your, with all your shit and we didn't want to do that and stuff and so instead of doing that we drove until there was like a parking spot and like an overhang like overlook area and then we kind of just walked out there with our chairs and set those up on a on a part of land and was looking out over the ocean it was really beautiful it was incredible um but i don't think i was supposed to be there mm. um we had wine and cheese right. uh, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a picnic it was great yeah, yeah that, okay. uh, that well, was my you glad i told that story were you, are you glad you brought just, that uh, up do you, the the,
0: yeah, the yeah, we illegality of it now. is something i was surprised that you you, yeah. you brought up
1: Oh, I'm not gonna hide it. I don't think. You, I'm not saying people go drive up PCH and like hope the cops don't see you fucking hauling your lawn chairs out into a random stretch of <laughs> cliff. Not, not good advice. Do do as I say, not as I do.
3: Let's
0: get into the show. Uh, <laughs> and because we're we're late, maybe we just go straight into calls. Mark, do you want to explain how the we haven't done like yeah. the call explanation in a bit? We're doing this on a Wednesday instead of a Monday, so maybe. we...
1: Maybe there's some new faces here. If it's your first time, this is a live call and show. I'm spamming Twitch chat with Vs and supposed to be the Discord. Uh, Go ahead and join up. When you get there, you're going to go and join one of the voice channels, Pleb Calls or Pleb Calls 2. You're going to hang out there. You can meet yourself um, because you're going to post your topics and your takes into the text channel above called Pleb Topics. Uh, if I like what you're saying if I'm interested in what you, what you want to talk about I'll pull you from that Pleb Calls voice channel down to the waiting room where you will hang out until it's your turn when it is your turn I'll do a quick mic check with you to make sure everything's working and then I'll go and uh, pull you into the on air room to talk with us about whatever it is you want to talk about you have any honey you're going to eat during the show dude you have all day there's two, a two hour window I'll look at him
0: I did another show right before this I'm-
1: during that show no one cares about that show
0: kobe so yell up. hi mark hi, Rez. oh hey kobe yeah he's very excited to see you guys
2: hi mark but no hi res feels bad man
0: he just said hi res at the end you didn't hear him i didn't hear that I yeah it didn't that's why he came back and yelled it again
2: I mean, oh, there there we we much love
0: okay mark's off to grab a collar i uh, want to give some shout outs to red rain final fantasy 14 i i shouted out a to ton of people before the show but just in case a uh, hill ronald and ho gloaters uh, Jeffy gifted 10 subs, very generous. I don't know why everybody's been so generous with the gifting, but I oh. appreciate it. RyanSource33 and Fenron Jenkins gifted another five. We have a call, I've been informed. We got Dr. Manhattan returning to the show. Dr. Manhattan, you still in DC? Uh, yes, I am. Nice. How, how are you doing in DC? Uh,
5: not too bad. It's, um, it's been okay over here. It's been, been okay. Nice. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show? This is something I kind of wanted to talk about during the uh, the TSM Dardok Lina episode, but I think I wanted to wait till it cooled down a bit more, um, so then we can just kind of take a better look at it. But I think that Dardok landing on Dig was pretty much objectively the only good place he could land on as a player. Why do you say I that?
1: I probably agree, and I'd like to hear your
5: reasoning. Um, actually, this is something that, um, I actually kind of did a video on, like, right around the time of, uh, this whole news breaking out, and I just kind of, I wanted to separate the drama from it, and I was looking at every team that, like, you know, that, I looked at every team in their jungler, and I was thinking, like, how many teams would really want Dardoch outside of TSM, obviously, because they have him already, and first of all, I I didn't think any of the playoff teams that made it last spring would genuinely want to take Dardoch over their current jungler, so Cloud9, why would they take him, EG, Spence is better. Uh, objectively, same thing with Golden Guardians, uh, FlyQuest. Um, you can kind of make a debate for maybe, but I, I would lean towards no for, for him going on 100 Thieves. I what don't about think CLG? He'd be. the. I would say the main problem with CLG is would he? I mean, didn't they already try him like years ago? Like, and then like that didn't work out, and like they're now in even worse state than when he joined at that point. So like, would he? Would he genuinely want to go there or? You know, where I, mean, I don't to think he
0: to. has very many options on where he wants to go now. Yeah, I mean that's true,
5: but it's just and I'm, and and they kind of. I, I I would say CLG is more so just kind of like sleeping in their bed in the sense of they they committed to Wiggly after like last summer and it's like oh yeah, well you know
1: Minnesota style you can't just ditch Minnesota style.
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, and then you look at Mortals. I mean they same thing they dropped a bunch on Xmithy and Xmithy. I don't think was the problem with that team. I think there's greater problems. And Want Team Liquid is not... What?
0: what the means? rumor is X Smithy's benched. Oh. This is not, I'm not reporting on anything, all right? This is not...
1: No, this is an official Travis
3: this Gafford is not multiple report. multiple sources.
2: I... I'm just saying, uh, Reddit does not see you as a journalist, so it uh, makes a lot of sense. I can understand it.
1: Yeah, there is no such thing as an official Travis Gafford report. Yeah, uh, that's true.
5: Okay. Um, and then, like, Team Liquid, it's just one, obviously... Bad, I would say somewhat bad blood on there, just from the outside looking in. Also, it's not really fair to bench Broxo over half a split like when it wasn't really his fault with the whole Visa thing. And the reason I say Dig is because we heard that they got rid of Grig, and now he's on TL Academy, and there was an open spot there. So it was like, I think objectively speaking, this was the best place for him to land on. And the only place for him to land on. Um...
1: I mean, it's I. I don't disagree with this take much at all. Uh, this, like you know what you're saying about which teams and playoffs would have wanted a potential upgrade. If if you even think of Dardock as as an upgrade, I mean that's up for debate as well. But just in general, like none of those teams really have easy openings for him to to go, like. I don't know. Medios wasn't great that split, but I don't think Dardok was either and we already saw Medios beat him out at Optic for this position, you know, last year I think it was. So Yeah, I don't I don't think there were any moves in, into the playoffs for him. Uh Dig Dig feels like with some of the changes going on with Acadian and Grig that it makes sense that he didn't he'd end up there.
0: I just okay. Do is this our, our Dardock call?
5: Oh, is it, sure.
0: is, it, is it too late to... Or is it too early to say Dig is just a dumpster fire?
5: I don't think so. I said that like week five. <laughs> like, it, it, it's just... I just like...
0: Not- I mean... It's one thing whenever... Whenever it's like week five and they're not performing. But I just... Like, the the changes they made... Like, they made it to Worlds last year off of this, like... Fresh, young, hype lineup. Um, not entirely but you know what i mean and then they go out they spend a ton of money they trade players to cloud nine they do all the stuff and now like it just it's like it's it's ironic in that you would have thought Clush. it's like ten
1: thousand forks what? or knives sorry, sorry. The Elena head, oh. so the
0: Atlanta morris <laughs> oh great uh you would have thought like <laughs> oh, okay yeah. they've tr- they've 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 acquired Clutch, and Clutch just kind of, like, lingered in the LCS. And they've got all this backing. They're doing all this stuff. It seems really exciting. But this would be, you know, the hype train coming in. But it's just, like, this Dignitas kind of feels like the old Dignitas in that they're just here being weird.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what their, like, plan is. I kind of get that they swung for the fences in spring. A little bit with that lineup i think a lot of people were kind of hesitant on that working out very well and it didn't uh so it wasn't like a dumpster fire you know they were eight and ten but it definitely didn't seem like it was getting better over time they went on they were on a pretty massive you know kind of slide towards the back half of the split so i understand the like fire sale get rid of everything it didn't work just feel the roster any any roster who wants to play uh and then they're going to hopefully take another swing next next year. In that sense, I I don't I don't hate it, but it is you know to your point, it does seem to lack vision beyond like throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks a little bit. When you had Vulcan last split and Cody and I mean yeah, maybe you didn't want Lira, maybe you want an upgrade mid if you didn't th- if you didn't have that much faith in Demonte, whatever. But it didn't seem like anything really was a game plan.
2: Um. I'm not too sure what their LCS roster would look like. Um, like, I don't know what, like, their final, you know, team looks like and all that. But, yeah, everyone had questions of, like, what their team building thought process was. Seems like they got an amalgamation of players that they thought were really skillful, regardless of how they viewed the game. Um, and then just rolled with it, right? Like, that was, that's, that was the perception that felt like they just got players who they thought were really good. Um, but, like, Froggen and Huni just seemed like the most polar opposite in how they viewed the game, and I'm not sure if that played into it, but it, that's definitely what it seemed like. Uh, so, I wouldn't say they're a dumpster fire. I think my, my take overall for this team is that, like, I think Viper is a great decision. Um, I don't know who would start between Acadian and, like, Dardoch, um, and who would go to Academy. I think that, was, that would be my first question. And you're, like to the original caller's point, best team to land on. I would agree, because like it's a combination of where he would want to go and at the same time, like what team is also looking. Because CLG yeah. is like he wouldn't want to go on CLG. alright. That 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 team doesn't seem to be the strongest, but they would be definitely looking for a jungler. So, yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's a good point.
1: Uh, we have so, a lot of people in Twitch or excuse me, the Discord. we like dig is not a dumpster fire so dr manhattan what do you think of dignitas before i, I potentially grab another caller because you said this is good for Dardock. what's your opinion on it for dignitas before I, I get someone else in here
5: it could be in a it could like be something that maybe adds a bit of fleck of a better term substance to the team but it just seems like like you were saying earlier it just seems like um I always like to bring back this old Reginald quote that he once said, which is five players doing one, uh, five players doing five different things right is better is worse than f- five players doing one thing wrong, and it seems like they all have their own different direction, and it and I don't I don't even think Dardock is the kind of person to kind of straighten out like the direction they're going to, mm-hmm. and Viper isn't really the strongest laner. I mean, could could he be an upgrade from Huni? I mean, it, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet against that. You know, I mean Huni was for my money, probably the worst top laner in the league. Um, the quest- I would say the big question is, um, I mean, I think he has experience with Aphromos, so that's maybe something we can consider. But, I mean, I'm not sure how good on terms they are. And, uh, again, it, it, just, it just seems like they're just fundamentally their play styles are just so different from each other. Okay.
1: So you're more on the negative side. We'll have a, a positive caller coming next, Travis. And, and do we have any Ooh, other Dardock
0: well. calls, you think?
1: I mean, there's a bunch of people who are like, Dardok is his last chance, or Dardok pops off this split. There's some general Dardok takes. Maybe we should...
0: I mean, I think it would be nice to have a reflection of him on TSM, unless you just want to have that conversation now.
1: Uh, we can just have it now, before we move more on to the Man, d- angle. Man, it
0: is so funny that he was there for three months. Like, because I think, you know, I, I interviewed Parth, and uh, oh, I think that was the interview that I... That was Travis Gaffer Doesn't know how to interview. Yeah, that so was my in interview. In that interview, that I didn't know what I was doing, I it was more of a conversation. I pressed yeah. Parth. You should you on, should
1: retitle all your interviews to a conversation with, <laughs> yeah. and then you won't have to have any journalistic integrity.
0: I don't have it. You're any, just having I,
1: a conversation, yeah.
0: I pressed Parth on the uh, on the issue of like, uh, hey, is Dardock, you know, whatever. And it was like, oh, you know, we've done all this stuff to help make sure that Dardok's ready and that this environment is ready for him. And yeah. this whole conversation around, like, for years, it felt like this was, Dardock was always going to be here. Like, I remember uh, Mark you even said that this felt inevitable. And so mm-hmm. it's just, it's like crazy to me that this, like, Dardock to TSM story lasted such a short period of time. And I get that, like, this is kind of Dardock's thing is that he goes somewhere and then doesn't stay there very long but like it's kind of hilarious i think you know in in if it wasn't for all the double of stuff this would be considered such a hilarious thing and like would occupy so much conversation that like they picked him up made all this stuff about how it's going to be fine and then it just but clearly wasn't
2: is it a Dodoc thing or is it
0: a tsm thing a little bit of I column a like, a little bit yeah. of column I mean, B. Yeah. you have the guy yeah, that can't last that anywhere well. on the team that can't keep a jungler and it's, it's ultimately unsurprising. It's just still hilarious. The thing with TSM is that I feel like TSM has
2: a very uh, solo queue blame game mentality of of junglers. Mm-hmm. They're always searching for a perfect jungler, but the realization is like, the reality is like, at, at least at the level that they were getting, like the Garens of the world and everything was like, that was a great jungler. You just have to work around them. Bla- like Blabber literally won LCS. And it was literally a team that understood his play style and worked around him like that to me it was it was I don't know when they'll figure that out maybe it's the next three months or the three months after that or like maybe 2020 you know it's at some point they're gonna they're gonna accept the jungler's quirks and this work with them
1: yeah I think uh, the other thing that was interesting was Dardo's quirks and who he was like he I think a lot of the Dardock the TSM like dreaming and fantasization, fantasization, fantasizing that happened was like more old Dardock, like 2016, 2017, even a bit of 2018 Dardock. But 2019 Dardock was not really on the grid. Like he, he, he couldn't win his spot over Medios. He had some great games, but he was pretty hit or miss. And then like he when he played in Academy in summer, whether it was due to the motivation loss or not working well with his teammates or whatever, he, he wasn't super impressive in Academy. And so I think people, when they heard him going to TSM, were like, oh, shit, it's going to be like 2018 Dardock again. And it was more 2019 Dardoch. Um, now, you know, I'm sure some of this is the TSM jungle environment not helping him shine or whatever. But it definitely, he has some good games again. He always has some pop-off-ass games. But it was not super, super, uh, like, old-school Dardock 1v9 um, for the most part. So... You know, it was, it wasn't like this experiment happened. I guess what I'm saying is this didn't happen in like peak Dardok form or anything like that.
0: I just, uh, I think it's really interesting. The idea that I'm buzzing somebody into my apartment building right now and hopefully they're not here to murder me. Um, I just think it's really interesting. This idea that like, I don't know. I just wonder if Dardok will just always persist. Like at what point in time does he run out? of Evolutions.
5: I was actually going to say that. It was like I think this is genuinely like I, I when I heard him going to TSM in my mind, I was thinking I think this was probably the last spot or chance he had to go to to be on a top team. And after this, I'd I wouldn't be surprised. I would be surprised if you ever see you see him on like a stacked roster ever again. Okay, last
0: question because oh. I know we've gone really long on this, but do you guys think what's interesting to me about this is clearly there were issues. Did they show up in any of the TSM content? Because I think that's that's also kind of like... This confirms to me that TSM content is... Uh, well, well-crafted by curated. the people creating it. Is, uh, it's a expertly little... curated. I, like, I don't think that we need to have a breaking point type thing. But I do think it's kind of weird where you're like... We're going to let you see behind the scenes of what it's like for this team. And then it turns out that like there were clearly is that? What, issues that were just not what really... is that called
1: like like a- a- adb or abd or, or um it's like a dubbing that you do uh, in movies where like they want to change a character's line or something and like they'll they'll like just put the line over it adr adr yeah yeah, yeah. and like so whenever the person's face like isn't on camera like if it's a shot over here they'll use this shot and they'll just put a new line in uh i feel like that's what was happening you know they're just yeah. dubbing over Dardock with other lines.
0: Hey, great job, Soren. I don't know. I just think I i feel like the fact that TSM fans didn't know that there were issues, it's somewhat of a discredit to the content, right? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I can understand teams being like, hey, let's not put public pressure on our players when we're still trying to improve and win. Uh, I can understand that, that mindset. Yeah. Um, And then after the fact feels like a breaking point kind of thing where you just drop
2: a nuke on a player. So, Yeah, it's definitely night and day of old TSM content that kind of felt like more of a reality television uh, vibe. Um, And, I mean, that's good for the players, So, but it's terrible for trying to figure out what the hell happened. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, like, what are you
0: watching at that point in time, right? Like, what are these interviews if people are not saying what's actually going on? I don't know.
2: Well, the content's just fanfare. I mean, that's, like, the purpose behind it. If you're a fan of the team, you do want to just see the personalities of the team. You want to see them eat bananas for the eighth year in a row. There we go. There we go. You want that stuff. Yeah. You want that Shmurda vibe. I, like, honestly, <laughs> like, I I think, yeah, I don't know. I, that's why it's so hard to kind of talk about the whole, you know, you know Dardog thing of what was the reason for his move anyways. Um, but at the end of the day, I felt like TSM took this risk knowing this entire, like, yeah. Knowing exactly what was going to happen. Like, not uh, like, or at least like what they were bringing on, the risk behind it. And it felt like, okay, if they're taking that on, it felt like there was a bit of self reflection being done and that they would stick with it throughout the, the year. And it is so far off the plot because not only have they moved jungle, they've also moved AD, you know, with some debate behind that as well. Um, like, they just didn't really care for it. So, that was, that, for me, that was probably the biggest surprise. So, we're back on, the, we're back on the, the
0: jungle train. Well, Dr. Manhattan, thank you so much for the call. Uh, anything you want to say before we move on?
5: No. Um, thank you guys for having me here once again. Uh, actually, funny enough, I'm drinking a Game Fuel right now. So, shout out to Game Fuel, if that's even a possibility still. Yes. I mean, I, they
0: don't sponsor me, but I think... This is like... I think they sent me some. Because I got a... They said they were going to send me some, and I got a box. But it wasn't marked or, like, anything. It was just from Amazon. So, I don't know if they just, like... To, but either way, shout out to Gamefield. They don't sponsor That's, me, but I hope someday they will.
1: It's it's gonna be like tidy cats all over again. We're gonna do this whole thing for them and we're not gonna get shit.
0: Well again, I think they sent me some products and they have actually they been giving me shit. I'm talking to their They're still no sending you stuff? Yeah, do you do you want some, Mark? I can share some.
1: Yeah, of course. Do you think I wanna pay for this garbage that doesn't pay me to say that this isn't garbage?
2: I bet you're on the topic of Tidy Cats. I'm, no, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
0: that too. I, we, I never got anything
2: from Tidy Cats either. All right. All right.
0: All right. Uh, Dr. Manhattan, thanks for the call, though. Appreciate it. Yeah. Raz, can you fill? Because somebody like showed up at my front door, and I need to investigate.
2: Oh, no. Is this? All right. Just Just we've got a line. problem here,
1: Mark. I shouldn't get the next caller, no, then. Go get the, the next caller. Oh, oh, Raz no, is no, gonna fill time. No,
2: get the next caller, because I'm about to talk about a story of what could happen as Travis walks out, opens the, the door at gunpoint oh no Travis the hell are you going to do now you have a show that you're supposed back. to do we're back you pr- what?
1: we're back with a caller Ghost Han coming in <laughs> I don't know what you're saying
2: so. <laughs> I was about to make Travis a hero I'm sorry I apologize yeah. I'm just going to have to continue this at a later date
1: <laughs> you can just put it on Twitter all right, all right. whatever this fan fiction is okay, uh, Ghost Han where are you calling from I'm calling from uh,
6: New York City New hey. York City. Yeah. This
7: is it, was ask,
0: just, it, it was just a box for Kobe.
6: Well, he, the last two times I've been on this show, he has asked me, How's New York doing? And I've yeah. always like... Not well! As well as it... Well, right now, actually, we're improving a lot. But, um... Uh,
0: uh, hey, ghost time uh, is still here. Still
6: not well. Hello. <laughs> hey, we're already doing all this. You can stop. We're doing it for you. You don't have ghost to... Time. What do you want to talk about you on here? the show? Um, I am here to talk about how Dignitas is not going to be a dumpster fire. And how they have a lot of talent, and they have a lot of versatility in their roster, and I do actually think that they have a vision moving forward.
0: Do we? Do Do you think they had a vision before? Um, uh, also, do well, we know uh, what their finalized starting lineup is?
6: No, and I They're, think that's the best part.
1: Acadian had a, a part in the stream where he said that they are doing tryouts, essentially, for trying to find the best five players this week or next week or week. I don't know.
6: Yeah. And that type of thing, I think, is the best part about the whole dig situation because their academy roster and their main roster has a lot of versatility. Like Dardok and its Katian fighting for a spot, Lorlo and Viper fighting for a spot, Demonte and Frog and Leso fighting for a spot, and Johnson and Phoenix less so. But also, then we have Afro and Ole. So I, 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 do, I, I do think that Dignitas has a lot of room to experiment, especially now that they've been. Unshackled from the Huni scenario after Huni basically, I, I'm just gonna say, scam them, (laughs) because like he did not perform well at all last split.
0: I don't know if he scammed them. That's pretty big citation needed, but, um, I. Hmm. Okay mark what's your take i don't even know where to start on this because it's just like (laughs) they just have a lot of players they're gonna swap them all around that's they're gonna be not a dumpster fire well i mean so
1: gosan you said in your take when you posted it that i really think they can win it all yeah about dignitas do you stand by that statement
6: i i i do because i think i think at the end of the day um there, I don't know who said it earlier, but there was a lot of... I think there was a lot of misplays between Hooney and Froggen in terms of mentality, right? So, sure. I, I, I think... And I think Johnson, like, as a rookie, did phenomenally well. And I think people tend to forget how well Dig, did at the beginning of the split. And when Acadian came in and fixed their whole jungle situation, they did really well. um, And sadly, like, the... It was too late at that point, but Acadian really tried and there was a huge glimmer of hope there on the roster. So I do I do think that they have an opportunity to really take everything next split.
0: Raz and Mark, is Johnson uh, the only one who's safe?
6: Uh I bet Frog
1: and safe. Um I would say those two maybe. Um Ole can come up now from Academy if they want to use him instead of Afro. Uh, but I don't I don't know if that's
2: necessarily a huge upgrade
1: or anything like that. I think it's pretty um, really good
2: A B, but I mean it really depends on what they're doing and I have no yeah. idea. And also like the idea of the versatility part, I mean like when does the split start? In about like two weeks or something. Yeah. So like that, it's summer split too, that actually matters. If this was a, a spring split where you're kinda of doing the whole change, you know, everyone's changing places in spring, I'm like, Okay, cool, that's fine. Like the long year ahead of you. So just just try out anything, man. Even just roll out any comp you want, right? Uh, Figure out your team identity. Uh, I think, um, yeah, I I think Dig has, like, they all have great players. I mean, they have good players on their team. And to the point about um, an improvement, like, yeah, I think uh, the team building was an issue in Spring Split, and it seems like bringing in Viper and... Maybe using... Uh, well, bringing in Viper as an idea is already great. I like the idea of using Viper. I think giving a person a second chance while putting fire behind him with Lolo is, I think, is the right idea. Um, I just hope that they have, the, you know, they're on an actual path. Because the dangerous thing is that anyone can be interchangeable, and so they do that whole thing throughout the split, and then guess what? They're just bad. Because oh yeah, because really no they could just
6: they could just TSM jungle themselves at that, at that point, right? No, TSM
2: actually waits to split. They
6: give
2: them time on stage for a little bit, you know what I mean? Uh, ex- mm. So I, I think we'll see what it ends up turning into. I'm not a huge pessimist because I want to see what it what it looks I'm like. A...
6: Yeah, that's where I'm at. I, I'm, I'll be the I... huge pessimist. Go for it.
1: I need to hear it. Yeah. All right. So you said that you know they got some great players or good players. I mean, let's be honest. They don't have probably a single top five player in any position in the league currently. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they, they don't have a single one, in the top five that, and like, yeah, they could develop synergy. I could see this roster actually being better than their previous roster um, in terms of, you know, number of wins or something. Johnson top five. Yeah. yeah Johnson, I, Johnson could be, well, he was okay. I mean, I, okay. Cody, Sven, double If will be better. Uh, let me think. Who else? <laughs> it wasn't you the stack. You a think he's better than Turtle? Kabe? No, Kabe will be better. Turtle will be better. Bangs better. Yep. Like he's he's behind a bunch of people probably. Kabe's how, not in the lead right now. How but far, I mean, how like, far yeah. are
6: those gaps between
1: the players Last though? Play he was behind Kabe. Uh, I mean, it's not huge. But my point is, like, they don't have a like they don't have a stud. They don't have a... Like, Froggin is your closest thing to, like, we're-going-to-play-around-this-guy player. I think Dig as a franchise
6: is definitely trying to build Johnson to be that stud. Yeah, you can want to. You
1: can,
0: you can to. do that, but that doesn't happen. necessarily mean... Yeah.
6: Yeah. Yeah, so, like, he was not
1: top five last split. I don't think he's going to be top five this split. Uh, I don't see how this is going to be a great l- l- roster. I don't know what their play style is. And like I said... I agree that there were some synergy problems last last time, but like that, just because you get rid of a friction point doesn't mean it suddenly, like, it gets replaced by something better.
0: They also just have a ton of players who I think have been problematic, right? Like, who who on that team do you look at and you go, like, oh, that's a player who's like really shown up on a different team they were these, on before. These guys don't
1: have any problems, they- really. Viper has uh, one. Froggen, team. right? Froggen Fro- has not has made playoffs once and hasn't won a best of five in the last five years. Wow. I did not know that stat. People, people hype Froggen up a yeah, lot. Like, and yeah. and,
0: like, a
1: and lot. then, like, Viper can play one champion. Dardoch is totally hit or miss. Acadian's pretty much the same way. You know, Afro hasn't been the stud support since CLG and, and maybe a bit of 100 Thieves as well. He has, like, the moments still, but he also sometimes does terribly. Johnson is is a good mechanical player who has a lot of future potential, but it's it's not there right now. So, like, the
0: other thing is, like, I I hate it when people call in and talk about, like, oh, this team has a lot of hunger. But maybe it's OK to say, I'm not sure if this team has a lot of hunger, <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, oh, and I to, kind of how I feel about the dig team. Where I just don't look at that and be like, now there's five people really hungry to go to worlds and really show up, you know what I mean? Like, it feels as though a lot of those players have stuff to prove Yep. and have maybe for a while and haven't been able to. And so I'm not gonna come out here and say like, oh, these guys are all washed, they're terrible or whatever. But it's like, like Froggen is a great example where we've criticized Froggen on the show. Not every show criticizes him for some reason, but uh, we've criticized him on this show and said he has a lot to prove for, like, years now. And, I like, I know Froggen from back in the CLG EU days whenever that guy would just grind League of Legends and would just dominate his opponents. And he has shown some really great games before, but I don't think that there's been a split recently where it's like, man, Froggen just really turned it on, right? And I and that's how I feel with so many well, of those players, right? So and, like,
6: did that turned the pressure on to DeMonte to just replace him then?
0: Mm,
2: so I'll start off by saying I actually think Froggen's playing well. Like I don't think So so that...
1: let me before you get get into okay, that let me go just for say it. Go for it. my criticism of Froggen is never about him not being like a good player. It's just that like I the, the, I have to th- keep in mind who I'm arguing against and it's like people who believe he's a top 3 mid laner in the league right now. And yeah. that's what I'm arguing against. Is he's not that's that's my only point. Not that he's not good or anything, because I don't think you have to be top three to be good. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, like, he's not. He's not a top three mid laner, so you can't rely on him necessarily to beat the majority of the competition that he's going to play against, and therefore be this consistent win condition, quite like you can maybe do that with with Nisqy, um, or even Jazuke sometimes, and, and some other options. So that that's all I'm saying.
2: So I want to actually kind of counter the point that, Drive um, has made about like hunger. Just because whenever you have a team that is picking up players that, of course, had former glory, like, not even, like, far past. I'm not talking about Froggen, actually. Because uh, Froggen, I think, is still playing well. It's more of an issue, a question about, like, Viper, who has been a top three top laner previously in the LCS, right? So he's had that glory and has only really fallen off, like, last split. Like, I think that's literally it, where people didn't regard him as a strong top laner. Um, and people have bad splits, and you know, get humbled. I do think that coming back in, do I have faith that he'll come back as a top five top liner? Yeah, I do, for sure, I do, because I, I believe that skill is not something that you lose necessarily, and if you do, because of whatever like whatever distractions come, you can regain that. Um, so I do think that Viper for sure can. Acadian or Dardock, I mean, that's always a big question mark. But like,
3: these well, are players and-
2: that I think that can be there it's only a question of like once again team building direction all of these things that i feel as though was a missed uh point in spring split um
0: but it's not just uh, like viper because people say people use lorlo as an example of like oh they've got lorlo right who can put pressure on viper can he like i i think too i'm just addressing the caller's point which is like Wow, look at all the different players that they have that they can access and i'm saying if you look at a lot of those players like Yes, like you've got a johnson who looks Fantastic, it's a weird way to say that sentence. You've got other players that look great (laughs) um, But it's it's or look like they have a lot of potential. It's just like I don't look at that and go Oh, this is all gonna come together in like this great way I do think by the way that Here's my prediction for Dignitas, because this is Here like, they're the exact team that does this type of thing. All right. They will have a large win streak at some point in time. And people will go, and I think I, pre- I might have predicted this. I don't know if I did it on hotline, but I definitely did it somewhere. Uh, they will have some big win streak, and people will be like, wow, look at them. Look, this team's doing great. And then at some point in time, they're going to have some big drop-off. And what do you want? <laughs> what? honey okay oh now you want hey hey kobe. kobe kobe kobe
1: what do you think of dignitas now
0: now that they have dardoch just and <laughs> like viper
1: no lorlo acadian i think it's
0: very suspicious that they're just picking up all the old tsm junglers that have already left tsm <laughs> in the same order Something's something's going on here <laughs> you think uh, you <laughs> playoffs here, C- theory oh he didn't go I don't know what he just did, but... Uh... The,
2: the trick here is that most of the LCS just have former uh, TSM junglers, so... That's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the reality. <laughs> Once yeah. again, uh, the solo queue blame game of junglers is a thing I, here.
6: I think we haven't talked about ThinkCard, though, like that much, because ThinkCard, what he did for when Dig was clutch, was huge, right? He, he helped get them to Worlds, right? Obviously, the roster is different, but he came in and really... The team everyone thought would be one of the worst teams rose to the occasion, almost beat TL in playoffs, and I think Think Card, out of anyone, could really make this roster work.
0: So, so I like Think Card a lot, and I think he's had some good results. The other people who did really well at Clutch are now at Evil Geniuses. So like, for instance, yeah, like their GM, Artemis. They're, they're GM Artemis, others, right? And so that's that's for me part of it too is that they've had even like a a top end talent train uh, from the the coaching and management side.
1: Yeah, and I, I think ThinkCard can be good, but I just can't see. I don't think this roster is better than than Dig was, or excuse me, Clutch was. Um, but who knows? Maybe we're wrong. Like I said, I don't think this team. When I said dumpster fire before, I was more talking about like the the like plan, like the two year plan looked like a dumpster fire, where you sell yeah. off all your your young talent, bring in big names that don't work out, and then you get rid of the big names you just signed. More yeah. so than that, that, this roster is guaranteed to be a dumpster fire. I'm not pegging them for 10th place. I'm not saying they can't make playoffs. I, could, I mean, they barely didn't make it behind Golden Guardians this split. And I you can only see, need like to I get said, eighth.
0: Yeah, I, I could see
1: them making playoffs. My point is just like there's no way they're winning the split. There's no way they're contesting uh, for that. And I don't think there's any way they're contesting for I the
0: Worlds, think negative win loss ratio at the end of summer split.
1: I get they get to nine and nine, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it seemed like we're going to go seven and 11 again. Maybe,
0: maybe they'll have a positive if they or neutral. If they, well, I can't be neutral, but maybe they'll have a positive if they, uh, they win a tiebreaker or something.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think immortals will get eight again either. You know, like there's a bunch of those things too. I think.
2: Yeah. I think when people are talking train wreck, they're usually talking about like, like, decision-making process behind the scenes rather than the team that's currently performing. Unless if they're yeah. literally expecting a them, to point. them to be a, a top three or top four team, then yeah, it's t- that's, catastrophic. That's <laughs> so, ton, have we shaken
0: your confidence?
2: There
6: you go. A I, would, I, I, would, I would say a, li- a little bit you have shaken my confidence, but I think that's the magic of LCS in general, where you never know. You never, yeah, exactly. You never know. And I personally would rather be blindly optimistic for this team or just optimistic for this team because it's, it's, it would be great to see all these players do well. And I do really want that good Acadian story. I want that good Dardoc story, even though we really can't have both. I want that good Viper story. Like, I think that all these players do deserve that time especially the ones that have been waiting and grinding and like their skill level is still there right so uh, i do I, think they've, they've that definitely picked up the there.
0: players like the veteran players that people liked you know and want to see do well like they've got Frogan and afirmu and <laughs> players like that where people are like oh come on like they should be able to do this demonte so i definitely think that they're the team for dreamers the other um I just I don't know. And by the way, you mentioned it's LCS. You never know. What the hell, LCS is the same thing. Guess what I'm we're gonna to do say. for Worlds? Team Team Liquid like like did terribly team... last split. Yeah, know, what do you mean the same thing. C9 won <laughs> for the first time
1: in six years. Yeah, and they made
0: it to final. Like you, it's like for Worlds, we'll send two teams from the pool of TSM. TSM C9, hasn't made or a finals
1: in, in four in
6: three splits. Yeah, they did
1: last uh, year. Golden, Guardian, yeah. Golden
6: Guardians made playoffs yeah. when everyone said they were a tenth place team.
1: Yeah, what do you mean the same thing happens every you. year? We'll send, I
0: said they were tenth we'll place team. We'll send uh, finals always has like C9, TL, or TSM in it. We'll send All finals last
6: split had FlyQuest. Can to I can afraid, I finish? Can Keith. I finish? Jesus, come on! What?
0: You <laughs> you you always have <laughs> TSM, C9, or TL in the finals. Oftentimes, two of the three we will send to Worlds this year, if Worlds happens. Two of them will be C9, TSM, or TL. Dude, this Uh, is like fucking palm reading, where you're just saying
1: general things that, of course, are going to be true. Like, at some point, this line on your hand says you're going to die. Holy shit, how'd you know?
0: That's not true at all. That's death is an, that's, you, that, you, yeah, the, World, is an inevitability. You're suggesting that.
1: Yeah, NA not doing well at
0: Worlds isn't an. You're saying that us sending two of three teams consistently <laughs> to Worlds every single year is as inevitable as death. And then you're telling me <laughs> that I've not, that the LCS is not consistent to its results.
1: All right, maybe a little hyperbolic, but your statements are, are, are just so obviously generally going to be true.
2: You know what was hilarious? Because I thought we were on the same page here, the same wavelength. Because it was like, oh, LCS is going to be the same. I thought you were talking about the soup that always happens in the splits. You're just say you're gonna say like a team's gonna be awful, and then you realize like six teams have the same chance of making it into playoffs. You're like, I actually yeah. have no idea what. The Golden
0: Guardians is. will either barely make it into playoffs or barely miss playoffs. That always happens.
2: Will barely win <laughs> the LCS. How about that? Okay,
0: good. I'm looking forward to it. I think that's Golden gonna be sick. <laughs>
2: wait. Let's let's keep the theme going here.
0: Yeah.
1: So so this split. The universal tenth place team actually made playoffs. The universal number one team got ninth. The team that hadn't won in six years finally won, but no, but nothing new happened. FlyQuest somehow made an interesting brand out of okay. nowhere.
0: The FlyQuest thing is EG. the first thing you've said EG to me the that is team actually
1: EG, yeah, the new team, got second. EG, the new team, second.
0: Did really well on their first split too. Um,
1: but it's a new Jesus. <laughs> <geez. laughs>
0: I just new teams getting second isn't actually anyway, and they didn't Did Dignitas,
1: the the other new team or are they, they, they not get, new? Because they're Dignitas?
0: They're not Dignitas has always been Dignitas. It okay. was Thank you for the call We've yeah, we're, we're been really slow on these. I, I don't know why but I appreciate the call.
1: It's a yeah, slow week so.
0: Alright, we're gonna He's take a quick fucking booted it. Yeah, well, I he yeah. I start to activate <laughs> the transfer and then he <laughs> yeah Ariel
2: Woods is old Travis. New Travis is get the hell out of my show. I've had Wait, enough hon. of your shit. I'll
0: Damn bring man. him back. He's still here. Oh, he's still talking.
2: <laughs> he's still oh, talking.
0: Oh Ghost Han want... sorry, sorry Ghost Han. For some reason there was a connection issue. Do you have any anything that you want to say here at the end?
6: Um stay safe and um I I really hope you get that mountain.
0: You kicked him out again, Travis. I didn't um, kick him. You kicked him. I know. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the
0: decorum. Jostan, finish your thing. Mark, Mark. I've now realized who kicked you the first time. It was no, that was you the first time. Who kicked dude, you the on. second time. We
6: love you. Oh, okay. Period. All right. Stay safe. I hope you get about due sponsorship. Banish me forever now. <laughs>
0: Thank you. No, that's okay. what you should talk, Travis. Permaband. Let's um, take a quick ad break. Let's all calm down. We need to take a. Quick reset. Talk about Alienware. This past week, Mark spilled liquid. I assume it was water. Was it water? Yeah, it's water. On his. I don't think you're supposed to show that, uh, Raz. I don't know
2: what you're talking about.
1: On his.
0: Advertisement break. Go.
1: You're not supposed to show your badge on on stream. It's an old one. It's from 2016. Okay. Yeah. It's probably fine then.
0: Also, there's no badges being used. Anyway, we're in an ad break. Everyone, please get it together. Uh, (laughs) This week, Mark spilled water on his Alienware computer, but you might notice he's still doing great, and that's because of how great Alienware computers are built. Now, I'm not saying they are water-resistant at all. Please do not spill water (laughs) on your computer and then take your issue with me. I'm just saying it's pretty remarkable that, uh, that everything worked out okay. I've got an Alienware PC behind me right now, actually, and one in front of me. And they actually just announced a bunch of new uh, stuff, updates to their uh, systems, their t- uh, tower systems, the Auroras, as well as both of their laptop lines, the M15, M17, and Area 51M. You can go check that out over at alienware.com slash Travis and use Travis 10 off to save 10%. And uh, I really appreciate that so many people have done this. Actually, we're, we're working, this is, well, we're gonna pull the veil back, but I have a meeting tomorrow with Alienware where we're gonna be discussing, you know, like, let's take a look at the first quarter of this, uh, the sponsorship and, uh, cause their quarter starts in, in, in February and, you know, it's kind of spooky, right? Because with all the big changes happening around the world, you know, you, you know, what's, what's the numbers going to look like, what's the engagement going to look like, but, uh, I can tell you the numbers look great and I feel really confident going into tomorrow's meeting. And that's because you guys have done such a great job of supporting us engaging with uh, their brand on social media whenever I, I tweet about them and stuff. So either way, I just uh, deeply deeply want to thank everyone uh, for their involvement in, in doing that. And I've got a ton of tweets, by the way, that I get to show them of people tweeting at me and at Alienware saying they bought this new Alienware system again at alienware.com slash Travis. I'll put that link in the, uh, in the chat right now. And there's, it's also in the video description. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to use Travis Tanoff whenever you buy one of their new systems. Over there. Thanks so much to Alienware for sponsoring the show. All right. Thank you. On to the next caller. All righty. Catching up on some subs, by the way. Thank you, Quantum Monk, for 22 months. Rico Suave for 25. Ronky Dong, uh, Fenron Jenkins, who who's been around for 28 months. Thank you, Poller the Baller. Great name. Uh, That's really been good. Austell Manly Puppet, Aldor, TJRL, and Merchant of Soul for a whole year. Thank you all to all the subs. Uh, Oh, and Ghoston just converted over to a tier one sub. That's awesome. Thank you, Ghoston. even though Mark kicked you out of the call. It's shocking that you, he would still commit to this show. I appreciate it. And thanks everyone. We're, uh, we're down to 924 subs last, last month we were at like 1,400 or 1,500. So I'm, I am streaming less. I think that's part of it. But if anybody wants to sub, it's very appreciated. <clears throat> We're still, Mark is taking a while to get this, uh, this thing going. You, so you don't like the quarantine, Raz, but you, you, I thought you liked staying in and not going out.
2: No, I'm actually, like, I actually do appreciate going out once in a while, you know. I do find myself stuck in my own house for a little bit, but a lot of the times going out, seeing people, going to coffee shops, I enjoy that. I can't do that. I went to Starbucks and guess what happened? They just had my coffee and told me to get the hell out of there. I don't, I'm
0: just saying. I mean, I think I, that's probably the right move right now. Saronic is here. probably
8: the correct move.
0: Saronic, where are you calling from?
8: Uh, San Diego.
0: San Diego! My yeah. hometown.
8: Yeah. Uh, San... Whereabouts in San Diego,
0: <laughs> do you mind if I ask? Uh, yeah, it's fine. Chula Vista. Oh, nice. My, uh, my yeah. family's actually from there. Either way, uh, yeah. what do you want to talk about on the show? Okay. So the most crucial
8: TSM signing is actually never going to be announced. And that's uh, Viger V2. What?
1: Okay, okay. Um, Explain for, for, yeah. the, for, <laughs> Sorry. for Travis and the uninitiated uh, in Twitch course. chat.
8: <clears throat> so WooLoo, uh, I don't know if you know him, but he's the one that does all the transfers and all the rumors about LCS. And he, you can pull up his Twitter and stuff like that. He recently tweeted about uh Bygar V2 going to TSM
0: What's his but Twitter more This is that, like though. a random person who just tweets rumors. And an anonymous actually Twitter account. He's
8: pretty count. correct. He's actually pretty correct on a lot of his things, but yeah, you can
1: Oh, I thought you, you had a I thought this was a more a significant source when you said
8: this. There's more though. He's Viger V2 fo- is getting followed and being followed by a lot of people on TSM, even their sports psychologists. Like that's usually it's usually players that usually meme around thing.
0: So this is and a fanatic, he, former fanatic analyst. Yes. Okay.
8: But he's never going to be announced because of the controversy. that Oh, LEC
0: answered. Wulu on Twitter. I I hate promoting those like random yeah, anonymous he, he accounts, but. Yeah. Okay. And it's Vagar, by the way. But yeah,
8: oh Vagar, Vagar. Okay.
0: You don't know that. I do know that.
8: <laughs> okay.
0: You know
1: this guy's name? Yes. Maybe he maybe he pronounces it differently.
0: Vagar is the reason I got into League of Legends in the first place. He used to work at Riot.
8: Right, but that was huh?
1: that was the, that was that name. This could be a different name spelled the same way.
8: It's
0: not. Anyway, sorry. Continue, Saronic.
8: So v- Vagar. Okay, thank you for educating me on that. Yeah. I appreciate that. But anyways, he actually he made Karthus funnel, and also he did Yumi Garenbot for Fnatic. Like he came up with those creative strategies.
1: Yeah, he's, a, he's, a high, he's been a high-rated player for a long time. Very controversial, um, which is why if he did get hired by TSM, they probably would never announce it.
8: Yeah. TSM doesn't have to announce their coaching staff if he's not a head coach, I believe, right? There's no rule or something like that? No.
0: If yeah, uh, he's, he's not uh, you an official a... team member, then he's not listed on any Riot yeah. documentation or anything like that, so it's, it's fine. Anyway, continue.
8: So that's basically all. Cool. I think that's going to be the biggest signing that TSM is actually going to, and we'll see that improve in the actual games, in my opinion, for that.
0: Okay. Uh, so um, I was unfamiliar with this person. Mark, I don't know if you have any thoughts.
1: I think the, the thing is, I don't know how influential it will be because the problems that TSM faces don't feel, you know, necessarily strategic to me, uh, that, though that is one of them. Um, And this is someone who I think would be coming in, like you're saying, with interesting strategies and stuff, but probably not having a large influence on day to day practice and personalities and clashing and those kinds of things. And so this is one of those pickups for me where like I wanted if I'm looking at a TSM coaching staff hiring of some kind that was going to get me excited, I would want like, holy shit, they got coma or they got, Mm -hmm. you know, person with. Really nice, insane pedigree to help get this team all on the same page. Um, I don't know if, if Raz has a different feeling on the TSM, like what you would want to see out of TSM coaching to feel better.
3: Mm,
2: I mean, I, I'm the type of person, if we're just talking about coaching staff, like I think um, it's kind of weird. Like I think Peter, the you know, coaching spring split, um, is really good. Like I've heard a lot of great things from him, from previous players that's been underneath them. Like, I actually, like, many conversations that I've had with him, he's always been a bright person. I think a lot of the times, the weirdest thing is, I know I already talked about the jungle in TSM, but, like, coaching staff is also just on the same fucking pedestal where the community will rail someone when they lose a game and just say, look at the draft! Because they have no idea how to, you know, break down the game on any level, so they'll just talk about what's the most obvious thing, is that they lost because X pick went through or something. Um, And so, like, a lot of the criticism towards Peter from the community has just been around that. Um so from, from the perspective of like from coaching staff, I just think Peter for me is like the best coach for the job. From my understanding and my experiences. Um so if we're talking about like the question that came in is like or at least the point that came in was um V two is the most Vigar. influential thing. Uh no, it's 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 literally double lift. But I mean <laughs>
3: Fair have a... with that one, yeah.
2: But like um if we're just talking about coaching I, I don't I don't know what happens internally in TSM, but it just never feels as though the coaches or whatever that comes through, like I guess Zix was another one, usually gets any time of day. They they're also on that three month time limit, so um yeah, we'll see. I mean if they come out with something new then for sure I guess we'll know where it comes from, maybe.
0: Well, so, yeah. I yeah, I, I guess it's it's a difficult topic to talk about since we don't really know if it's yeah,
2: it's a tough one. Well,
1: uh, so that's why I was I was trying to yeah. less specifically broaden it out from the the specific hire to thoughts on TSM coaching staff and what would make you excited and or would nothing make you excited because to Raz's point, he didn't have a huge issue with TSM's coaching to begin with.
2: I just I would want You know, I always get excited when I hear... Like, for instance, when Zix was the coach, right? I was excited. Like, it felt as though there was control being handed to, um, you know, someone who had a wealth of experience in the game, and you knew that they had full faith in, uh, you know, a coaching figure. And then the reality was that they didn't. And then, like... So, if that's the case, and it feels like it's the same thing, I don't know, with uh, Peter, who knows... Like I'm a, i don't, I'm never going to be excited if the system or the like the the internal thought process on these changes don't change
0: so i can I continue to think that the players are just going to coach themselves with people facilitating that conversation
8: so a strategic coach maybe be helping them maybe uh, can they coach themselves I mean I think if this guy's getting
0: hired he's probably more of an analyst than yeah. Like he's just providing data or insights or whatever, but like, ultimately, I think, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Thanks so much, Veronica. At- a short, short and easy call, but. <laughs> uh, I appreciate. It. Have a good one. All right, Have a good one. Oh, do you have any final thoughts? Sorry. Oh, I, uh... shout outs! Shout
8: out to uh, Game Game Fuel.
0: Hey. Yeah. Uh, that's great I. I don't know. I really appreciate them the setting in this game fuel, but now I'm starting to worry that we've given them too much publicity for uh, <laughs> an, uh, somebody who's not sponsoring yet. Yeah. Well, recently yeah, they should sponsor. Them. So, yeah. If Kelby clips this out and sends this to Game Fuel, uh, just know that. Uh,
1: Do you want to hear this multiple times a show? Because you I mean, could pro- with, a, with a sponsorship.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much, Tronic. Have a good one.
1: Right. Just send them invoices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Just Those get there. Just, just
0: start sending them invoices. I like. Yeah. That go to
1: like their their public uh, whatever facing email is and just start invoicing them.
0: Yeah. Turtle bite. Thank you for the prime nihilist gamer. Thank you for the twenty one months. Overture twelve two one one two. I think I already said that, but I forget. Uh. So. Oh. Actually. Oh, Mark already left, but this is very funny. The TSM Reddit account got permabanned on our League of Legends today. What? Yeah, I just found out from the, uh, from the TSM subreddit. What did they do? They, do? Moment, they posted uh, content to the the subreddit.
2: Alright, I guess that's enough. Book them. Send them home. In the jail you go. Content for us, not allowed
0: says, so their social media person said, so the reason for this was due to spam. The R League of Legends mods want accounts to have four posts for every 25 comments. I was aware that we were in the limits. However, I didn't realize they looked at your account across all of Reddit. So because they are posting stuff to their own TSM subreddit, that counts against their post ratio. So what they should do is create an account that's just like TSM LOL and post... Like, keep that separate, and then use the TSM account on the TSM.
2: Wait, I don't understand this. So because they're posting threads on the on own their own subreddit, subreddit it counts against their marketing? ratio. Uh, that is the, the most th- idiotic rule of all time. Well, whenever
0: you're a Reddit mod, different. you just have to follow the... We never <laughs> yeah, think about the, sure. the, the rule, or you never think about the context for the rule. Mark, what you missed was that the TSM Reddit account got banned from the R League of Legends account subreddit.
1: Wait, TSM sub, wait, TSM's Reddit account got banned from the League of Legends subreddit because why? Um, yeah, here
0: we go. Because they they posted too too many. They didn't have the right ratio because it's supposed oh, they, to be four to every. Because it ratio. because it counted the threads that they were making in their own subreddit against their ratio, so they were within the ratio for our League of Legends, but because they were also submitting threads to the TSM subreddit. That meant that they didn't have enough comments for the amount of threads they were submitting. And so they...
1: But that's a site-wide rule or a...
0: That's an R of Legends. Legends rule, I guess.
2: An R of Legends rule that's apparently site-wide. You know what I mean? Like, it, it feels so... Bad. So if I run my own personal
1: subreddit and I, yes, I'm posting things there for people, yes. I'll get banned off League of Legends subreddit.
0: If, unless you are posting... uh. Uh, what is this? it's four, It's four threads for every twenty five posts. Is that what it is it? Okay, that so was You that have to. One. You have to every time you post a, a. lot of posts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anywho. Uh, we got a new caller here, and yep. our caller is 27. Lil I Chester twenty seven. Lil Chester, where are you calling from?
9: Columbia, Missouri.
0: Columbia, Missouri. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Oh, you've been on the show before.
9: Yeah, I called about a month ago talking about who need to evil geniuses, which worked out, I guess.
0: Oh, are you are you Wait, uh, what? Is This is a Victory Lap call?
9: Uh, no, it's a separate topic, but I'll take my Victory Lap while I'm here. There we go. All right, take it. This I don't guy know what really it entails, but...
2: Into the future.
9: That'd
0: make no sense. You should be a regular of this show. Well, what do you want to talk about on the show?
9: Uh, so this week, I'm calling in because uh, I think Cloud9 would struggle to make the playoffs in the LPL for this summer split.
2: Oh my god, this is an amazing call, isn't it? I, right,
1: I
9: just feel like know, he is got just... me. He
2: said, we got Raz on. We have
9: to yeah, talk yeah. LPL. I and
0: feel this like is this is when I just like, get to sit back and watch Raz have a conversation.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so wait, let's run this back. You're saying they would struggle to make it into the playoffs of the LPL?
9: Yeah, so I have to admit I'm a recent uh, LPL follower. Uh, I got into it as the seasons or the splits were wrapping up for the other ones, the LEC and LCS that I normally watch, Uh, but having watched now all of the playoffs and then the last few weeks of the LPL, it just seems like they're playing at a much higher level. I think the gap between North America and the LPL is now further than the gap has ever been between North America and the LCK. It just seems like the LPL is so stacked with depth. I mean, they just keep taking the best players from other regions like Korea specifically and just bolstering their already good teams and they just keep seeming to get better and better every year. And then they always have a team like Star or somebody who seems to come out of nowhere and make a huge run. I think Cloud9 would struggle to win enough series to make the playoffs.
2: Oh my God. If I actually had a bigger head, maybe this would be my kind of call. You know what I mean? Like my biggest issue, like so anybody that's, you know, gone through my tweets about, uh, the LPL or heard my thoughts I actually think this has been a pretty lackluster split for a, a lot of teams um, well they've had
0: tons there. of ish, weird issues right so
2: yeah that's true that's true so like maybe they haven't been able to put in the most time in the game as a team on stage like my biggest thing with this like okay so do I agree with this caller that's a no
3: <laughs> like, that's
2: an instant no uh, where would I place them I would actually place them around. uh, Actually, let me. They would actually be in the finals in my mind. So I actually think that they would be pretty damn good. The C
0: nine in the LPL finals.
2: Yeah. So like, my biggest issue is. Would they win? No, they wouldn't. Who would they lose to? I mean, JD ended up winning, so I guess so. Like, my biggest, like, the biggest problem with a theoretical conversation like this is the similarities of, you know. For me, the similarity of C9's playstyle and a lot of the teams in the LPL really comes down to skill-checking. It really comes down to, like, how good is Zven and Vulcan versus uh, some of the LPL bot lanes. and Or it's, like, just, a, you know, literally matchup dependent I think the C9 would probably be a, a much smarter team than a lot of these teams in which I was watching. I think JD is the smartest team for sure. Um, but even then, a lot of the finals, if people got to see that, was not the, it wasn't the most intellectual final, it, it was actually a lot of problems around Baron, or at least like set up around an objective, so if I were to uh, use my gut feeling, I would say that C9 would be in the finals and they would probably lose to JD, um but these are the kind of, these conversations would probably be resolved with an international event, and that's the, that's the sucky thing about all of this um, so yeah, I would, I would disagree I think that, uh A lot of my issues with LPL this split was that a lot of teams just kind of lacked- We were lackluster uh, with how they played the map. FPX going into playoffs literally just start with- We're taking the worst trades versus non-playoff teams, like on the map, and then we're winning fights because they were just mechanically better players. So it was like really hard to make a judgement call as to like, well, where where is this team right now? So to put it short, I disagree. Uh, I think C9 actually deserves a lot of credit with how they play their game out, and they probably won't get it because they're just smacking NA. And this is the same issue that Flash Rules had with, like, the LMS at the time, was that you're just so far above your domestic talent that no one's going to give you credit on an international level. Uh, So that's that's my big thing.
9: Can I push back for two reasons? Yeah, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So, first, I think... The point is that they have to make playoffs first, so they have to win. Uh, they do best of threes, and so I think that it would be interesting to see. I think in playoff where they're best of five series, what you're talking about where you do a more strategic approach to the game plays out a little better over more games, and obviously three better than one like we have in North America, mm-hmm. but I think that that skill checking could be a problem for them in the regular season. I think there'd be some times where they'd get too owed just because they got outplayed in a couple lanes two games. Uh, and The other thing I'll push back on, is I actually watched, uh, I think it was Summoning Insight that you were on um, maybe two or three weeks ago. And you guys had a discussion about how teams that play a different style and like a one outlier team in a region can help the whole region improve because you have to play the regular season games against them. So I think even if they did make it to the postseason, I don't think they would do as well having played the whole regular season out because other teams would get to learn from Cloud9 throughout the season. As opposed to, it almost sounds like you're talking about just dropping them into the playoffs and letting them play out the LPL playoffs. And so I think that teams in China would really grow. Obviously, Cloud9 would grow. They'd have better competition than they've had in North America. But I think that they would figure out Cloud9's style, which is a lot easier to do than getting good enough to meet skill checks when you're going against some of the best players in the world individually in single lanes and roles. So. My biggest issue is if we're just talking about playoffs, it is so easy for Cloud9 to just be better than Team WE and
2: ESTARS. ESTARS is a team that came into the split with, like, they were all obviously, like, new players, but, like, Cryon was an, was an exceptional talent. His issue is that, like, their team as an issue is, like, they played a very simple skirmish team fight, you know, playstyle, and then never developed as a team. Like, they never challenged themselves on a conceptual level. And then even when they went up against better teams, they never really changed the way they played. So, like, I think it's a very easy that C9 would make playoffs in LPL. And it's a good debate if whether they can get past, like, you know, Rookie, The Shy, and all that from Invictus Gaming. and Like, all the there are some great players in top fours. And then that's where the real question comes in. But, I mean, that's where I would love to see C9 in an international event. I would just say, from my gut feeling watching it, C9's a smarter team. If you just throw them in for an entire split... And say, okay, everyone can learn from how C9 will play the game. I mean, I've just seen teams rail, like ram their heads against like uh, uh, what was it, JD, and then they still didn't change their style. Like they just embraced whatever their pl- current play style was. So I don't think that adaptation comes for a little bit. So um, it may- it feels bad because you know maybe Braz in the past would say that or like, but I just think that this split was different from the last. So.
9: So if C9 would make playoffs and be in the finals, where do you think G2 would fall then? Just as an aside. I think G2
2: would win. I think G2 and T, um, T1, I guess that's their name. G2 and T1 for me look like the best two teams right now in the world. Um, that was it go, if, it, if an MSI would have happened, I actually would have pegged it to be a G2 versus T1 finals. Um, so... I think it's very difficult with G2 because like we didn't get to see them like a wealth of games, we just saw them adapting from that Mad series, um, but like they had a great trajectory and they made adaptations in the meta with Mage, uh, Enchanter supports. It actually changes a lot of how you draft in the game, um, and they looked really damn good on it. So that would be my answer.
0: Twitch chat really engaged in this conversation. Little Chester, thank you so much for the call. Anything else you want to say before we move on to the next caller?
9: Nope. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm studying for the bar exam this July, so this is my Ooh. break for the night. So I appreciate the uh, time away. But now wow. i got to go learn some more torts. So. I
1: appreciate you. you, man. You should <laughs> have done something better me. with your time. <laughs> yes. I
9: wanted to have a chance to talk to Raz about this because uh, I don't think that we've had enough international talks because there's no international competitions yeah. really. And yeah. so I've watched some stuff recently where people have talked about individual regions. Uh, but I thought it'd be interesting to have this conversation. I guess I was yeah. just a, few, a a couple years too late for Raz to uh, really get uh, spicy with me. Hey, but I, I'm, more, I'm
1: more on your side. I don't know about not make playoffs, but I think uh, the skill checks scare me. They
2: yeah, scare me very much. That's the craziest thing, too, because I always get hit by that. Like, whenever, when last Worlds, there were times where I would like go against an LPL team. Actually, literally, the quarterfinals, where it was like Invictus Gaming versus Griffin, I didn't have faith in IG skill checks. And then the game itself was wild. So, yep. yeah. You
1: never know. All right. Two more callers thanks to so go. Thanks so much, to Little Chester, for
9: the call. Yep, thanks for having me. Thank you, man.
0: We'll do one and then we'll do the final break and then we'll uh, wrap it all up. All right. Uh, we know that, Mar- that Raz's mic is having issues. We tried to fix it a ton before the stream and then we weren't able to do it before Twitch chat finally demanded we start the show. So this is, this is where we are. Blue Jay is here. Blue Jay, where are you calling from?
7: Uh, Sarnia, Ontario.
0: From Ontario? Yep. And you've been on the show before, yes?
7: Yeah, a few times. Yep.
0: What do you want to talk about?
7: Uh, so my take is that Dignitas getting rid of Huni is a good thing for Dignitas, and that EG getting Huni is also not good for EG. But there, I, I could see some, a few positive things coming from that. But I, I think it's better for for Dig anyway.
0: Okay, so the Huni, why? Okay, the Huni hate thread. Yeah.
7: I don't want to call it a hate thread, man. Like I, I don't like to just. Hate on LCS players, yeah. Because like I, I realize like they are doing their best and stuff like that. You know, like it's difficult to perform at that kind of level. But sure, if you want to call it a hoony hate thread, let let's go. Okay, with so
0: that. why why is it a good thing for Dick?
7: Um, I think that he takes up a lot of resources, or has taken up a lot of resources. And I think you have capable carries in Johnson and Froggen. Um, and I think that Dignitas. Well, I guess not just Dignitas, more so just LCS teams in general, um, need kind of a role-player top. Like, you can't just have someone who wants to carry all the time and try to play Lucian and Mordekaiser and things of that nature. So I think that um, having a role-player top, even if, yes, it is um, two top laners that are not exactly Stellar and Viper and, and Lorlo, I think that you didn't exactly have a great top laner in the first place anyway, so I see it as an improvement.
0: Okay, why is he bad for EG?
7: Um, he takes up an import slot, and well, EG has two imports in their mid and academy mid. So therefore, you would have to get rid of Bang. So if he's going to academy, I that's where I could see like some positive coming out of this. Is if he were to go to academy and kind of act as like a player slash coach and kind of take Kumo under his wing sort of thing, because he does have experience. You can't deny that he has experience. So I think that's where there's some positive there, because even though Kumo was not great, let's not pretend he was awesome, he still is new to the LCS, and I still would like to give him more time to see what we really think about Kumo.
0: Huni is about to be a resident. I don't think it's this split. I think it's next split. Yes. Um,
2: Uh,
1: And you can get that in Academy.
2: So let me get this straight. The end of the, so the point was, it's not Huni's not good for either org, and then at the end it was the asterisk of unless if he's in academy. And sure.
7: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah.
2: So if he's just with academy, isn't that just good for EG?
7: Maybe, but I there hasn't been anything that's saying that he is with academy, and I think it's definitely worrisome if he is playing for their starting roster because, well, yeah, obviously you have to lose Bang, which was. Well, maybe not their best performer, but probably their second best performer. Wait, why
0: do you there. have to lose Bang? Because well, if, if you say
7: you have slot. to lose Bang or Jizuke.
1: Split. Yeah, so
0: why split. would you... Why is it got to be Bang over Jizuke?
7: Because the Academy mid laner is also an import slot. Unless they find a new mid laner that is an NA resident.
2: Like, Demake, like I have no, I have no insight in this, by the way, so I can just say freely, but like... I literally just don't think there's a way in which they would change Bang or Jizuke. And I think this... Move is honestly just for the future because if I remember correctly, Huni just needs one split before he gets like resident, yep. right? So now he's they just have him for for next year, and that's kind yeah. of like the take on this is that they just have now an opportunity to have Huni, Svenskeren, Jazuke, Bang. Like that's an insane team Z- uh, as Like that looks really damn good on paper. Um, so like My... I, I would say that it's actually really good for EG if Huni like wants to have the split in academy that's really good for them
1: i think my only concern is like what kind of contract do they have because if you got him for a a summer split contract only you're just basically like nurturing him for someone else unless they they got him for more and i don't
0: well i heard on a stream recently that no one wanted oh no that was a different player um
1: Uh, was that wait? Did your did your mind actually just blank, or was that no, just no, a was, weird it was a, tie? It was a
0: joke. It was a joke. I thought, I, I thought it was it, a oh, but, no, but to I my, my point, blanked. no, no, no. But I I do mean like I don't know, like I I had heard a rumor that there was even a world where Huni might go back to Dignitas under a way lower contract because they like nobody really wanted him as a player. Like he was not. He was not in high demand, I guess I should say, right now. So wait, are you so, saying
7: like he would go back to DIG uh, or if he didn't... Basically, if he was to go back to DIG, he would have to take a massive pay cut. That's
0: basically Well, like his he, he was released okay. officially from Dignitas, right? He was really? no longer on the contract database, which okay. means that Dignitas could have signed him again underneath a completely new contract and would have had to because he wasn't under contract with them anymore. And that the terms of that contract could have been way, way, way Ooh. more favorable for Dingitas.
1: Wait, Hunter, uh, Golden Guardians, he's GM or CEO or what he's is he?
0: The, he's the head of Golden Guardians. Hunter's in the head.
1: Team. Head. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I knew he's ab- above Danon, but I wasn't sure what title. Whatever. He Forget said you know. uh, he'll be na mid split, I believe. For what it's worth, which oh, means
0: God, Is that a thing?
1: I didn't know that happened mid split. Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, not like I actually have any idea what I'm talking about because I would assume a player joins at, you know, start of split and then that's when their residency would right. have started. So Tuna didn't join the middle of the split last time though, right? And there was it was there a problem with him with his visa the first time he came? No, because he came over with the mortals and he was instantly okay. Uh-oh.
0: Empire says Hunter's wrong.
1: Okay. He'll be a, okay. Well, whatever. The, the the point is, if his contract... If he gets residency in 2021 spring and their contract doesn't extend through there, I don't think this is a smart pickup for EG because his value on Academy seems pretty limited unless it's just to spar, basically, with Kumo but never really get a shot because I don't think you'd ever ditch Jizuke or um, Bang.
0: I think, I think you just sign him thinking about next year... I think, don't him and Bang kind of get along? Yep. So, maybe this keeps Bang happy.
7: I was just about to bring up Bang about, like, are we sure that Bang's happy where he's at? Because there was, mind you, I don't get a lot of information about this, but there was a clip of him basically saying I can't control my teammates. Yeah, yeah. we, just we just talked about him. that well, a they,
1: lot on they, the show. Artemis it, came on, if, if you didn't see, and basically said that was blown out of proportion.
7: And, and sure, it, uh, pretty much everything in, like, news world gets blown out of proportion. However, it's still not something you should say.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think he was saying even in context of news world, that was, Okay. Overblown. I mean,
0: I don't think I don't, if let's say they got a bargain deal on Hooney and he is going to Academy. He gives you, and you're not sure if Kumo is going to be able to become the top planner. You want him to be this split. It gives you options for next year. Uh, if he's, if he's friends with bang, then maybe that's good. You can potentially improve your academy. Like, there's a reason to pit veterans in your academy roster. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I don't like that. You know, if it's worth it financially to them, I don't think this is a bad move.
2: I think this is can, just like probably the most like the best move you can make, honestly. And yeah, just putting that out there.
7: I have a question about how the contracts work. Can you just make a contract like back half heavy kind of thing to like? just because his last contract didn't work out so well where like they just had to let him go so like maybe you sign him to like a little baby contract for this split and then a real contract for next year kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I mean yes. they have to pay him the minimum for academy. Okay. So and I I don't know what it is but I don't think it's that it's much.
1: 25,000 I think now.
0: And they're probably paying him more than that, right? Cuz there's there's brand value. I mean, that's the other thing by the way we're not even mentioning is like who he does have a big following. Like, I know he's fallen from grace in the eyes of some of the LCS fans, but like, he's not a bad player to have around. Maybe you make him stream and stuff. Is he evil? So yeah, I mean, there's a world where they say, "Hey, you know, we'll sign you to this academy contract, and then if you start playing in LCS, you get promoted up to this income. You can do all sorts of stuff."
1: Yeah, I, I just my only point is, if he's just there to be Bang's friend, <laughs> I'm like, eh. I, I would hope that the, the contract extended longer than, than summer. If it's just a summer contract, I'm not excited about it at all because it's not like a big brain move. I mean, I would be shocked
0: if it cool. was just a summer contract. I don't feel like yeah. people generally do that. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't think so either. But Although, let's say they are paying him the minimum, which is like 12500 I don't think this is the case at all. I can't imagine it. But if he's just there to be Bang's friend for 12500 do you do that, Mark? These guys. I mean, no. I if... think
1: it's. I think it's. It's bumped. It used to be twelve thousand five hundred a split. I think it's twenty five hundred
0: now a split. Twenty five thousand a split. You mean? Y- oh yeah. Excuse me. Twenty five k.
1: I could be wrong. I thought it went up. Okay. Maybe not. But yeah, if you're getting paid twenty five thousand dollars to be someone's friend, fuck yeah, I'd be anyone's friend for that amount. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I think the, the greatest value to this is literally just to wait. Uh, if you don't, if you feel like Kumo it needs to improve, then you have who you need there to improve him.
0: I'm just Uh, realizing I'm doing the math right now on how much money I pay Mark a year.
1: I think uh, you you pay (laughs) more to be my friend. And
0: it's making me question whether or not his motivations are for being my friend.
2: He's a producer,
0: isn't he? Any final thoughts before we move on to the last caller?
7: Yeah, so just a little quick question, and I, I guess I wanted to know your guys' opinion on and if you do actually think that Froggen and Johnson are worthy carries, or if you do need more carry potential in top lane or not. This is a
0: very off-topic question, and I feel it's like you're shoving in a...
7: I don't think it's off- that off-topic. I kind of talking about it to... You're different players? No, I'm still talking about how, like, with Dig, he was basically taking up a lot of resources and wanted to play care- like play a carry role. Whereas, mm. like I think Johnson and Froggen were more than capable carries on that team. If, if it's too deep, like I don't want to take up all the time. Top three, I don't think so.
2: Playoffs, yeah,
1: man, yeah, sure, of course. Yeah, maybe they could have made playoffs with a different top laner, but uh, yeah, yeah. Hey,
0: okay. thanks so much, BlueJay, for the call.
7: Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys.
1: Thank you. I mean, I, I mean, he could have made made playoffs with a different jungler from the beginning. He could have made playoffs potentially with a different mid laner, with a different. Support with a different AD. I think, All right, I think, I think any of those could could be true. So that's why I don't think it's a very powerful statement.
0: Listen, everyone, I'm very excited for this. Um, I I really, you know, it's great whenever anybody decides to sponsor the the show and the content that we make. We've had some great uh, long term sponsors and even some that have come in for a short time. But this was such an easy yes to me when I got presented with this opportunity because. On this show, we've had so many people call in and say, I wish Riot would do fantasy. Why aren't they doing fantasy? We had, I think, a call to the commissioner about it on the show that he was on a while back. And then whatever a website uh, comes in or a brand comes in who's basically like, hey, we are fantasy and we're just like a better version of... Well, they didn't they didn't picture that way, but I'll tell you guys. It, it is. is. A better It is a better version of what Riot used to do um, in a lot of ways with a lot more functionality. You say Yes. And that's what happened. Uh, draft Buff, which uh, I'm loading up right now. So uh, that- you can you can head over to draftbuff.com. This is this is actually if you go to draftbuff.com/slash/home, you can actually create a mock draft. Uh, but they have apps. Actually, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and go to their main page at first, so that you guys can see sort of the screenshot of the of the experience as it, as it loads up here. Um, so they. By the way, you can use, if you go to draftbuff.com, you can check this all out, and uh, you can use Travis Gafford as the code to, to log in. I'll put that in the tw- Twitch chat right now. Um, but, and, and by the way, there's a link in the description if you're watching on YouTube. So they ha- they've they been doing some uh, fantasy stuff for a little bit now, and they now have League of Legends stuff. Um, I think they started it last split, if I'm, if I'm being honest. But now, you can get in on the action now. And they do a bunch of cool stuff uh, that I really like And talking to them. So, first off, they've got apps for both Google Play and the uh, a- Apple App Store, iTunes App Store, whatever it's called, the App Store. And uh, and those apps are, are pretty fantastic. So, you can check that out. If you go over to draftbuff.com slash home, I believe it is, and they've just rolled out this functionality. So, um, bear, bear with me. I think in part so that I could show it on the show because I said, hey, I want to show. Like, you can actually do a mock draft so you can see how everything works out and you can um you can draft for lcs or lec and by the way they now let you do a hang on i want to show let's see i, I want to get raz's reaction because i think he'll think this is cool you can draft a combination lec and lcs fantasy league so you can draft players from both which i know Riot's system i think used to do or whatever but that's kind of cool um and and i've heard look i don't know if they want me saying this in fact they've watching right now and i think they might message me on discord but they're they're looking into doing it with some of the other leagues um as well so i i'd go check i'd go check that out download the app um because wouldn't it be cool by the way if you could draft in some of these other league of legends leagues no no academy leagues fake says kelsey moser kelsey you you and raz can rise up and talk to draft buff about doing academy and i'm sure that they They would love to create the functionality to support it. Get get
1: Dig Academy from uh, the first half of spring, split on my roster.
0: (laughs) Anyway, um, and they've got a bunch of different ways to customize it. You can, uh, you can have less players. They also do something called, which is, I don't think it's on the website yet, but they do limited runs for the the weekend, uh, which they'll be doing. And actually we're going to try, I'm going to try and convince Mark to do one with me for the first weekend of it. But uh, this is just... It's honestly so cool. And I'm uh, very, very happy that they, they came in. It's like one of the most easy sponsors to promote in terms of just like the value that they give to the audience. You guys love stuff Everyone like this. Wants this. check it out. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have to worry anymore. So yeah, they've got something called Draft royals. I've got it up on my phone. Draft Royales uh, that they do if you just want to do it just for the first weekend or whatever. But I recommend going and making a league with your friends, etc. Now, they have... This By the way, it's all free. Um, they do have some cosmetic stuff. There's no gambling, by the way. They do have some cosmetic stuff where you can have like special things or whatever. It's it's much likely you don't need any of this stuff uh, if, if you aren't interested in it. But uh, it, you can get access to some extra. They call them bananas. That's their currency. If you use the referral code Travis Gafford when you sign up. Um, and that helps me out a ton because, obviously, I'd love for them to know that you guys are signing up using my stuff. But draftbuff.com. Go look it up in the google store go look it up on and the apple or in the app store and they didn't tell me to do this but i'm going to say this if you like the app please go review them and give them a a five-star rating and leave a nice review and then and then in the review say you found out about it from travis gafford or hotline league because uh tweeted them too yeah anyway go check out draft buff Uh, honestly again link in the description I could I honestly I could just promote them forever, but we need to go on to the, the final color. I'm just I'm really excited about this. And stay tuned because we are gonna be doing some really cool stuff with them from a partnership standpoint in the next couple of weeks, assume, assuming I can convince Mark to uh,
1: I saw a Raz put a finger up, what was that?
2: Wait, can I, you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay, here's my great idea for a cosmetic for this for this application. I, I have a player, let's just say I use double it for summer split. I have a skin for him. Bling, gold teeth, all that. I need to make my guy look cooler.
0: Well, I think it's, it's complicated because there's a rights usage issue where they might have to pay the players for that. I'm not speaking on behalf of them. I have no idea. We're, we're definitely going off script for this right now. And uh, I'm going to have to talk to my guests in the future about demanding things from Don't sponsors. Don't talk when
1: I'm the... doing fucking errand.
2: <laughs> I beg.
0: Um... But either way, yeah, go, go check them out. It's, it's super sick. I'm really excited about this. I'd love to see a ton of people doing this. It, by the way, I'm just going to say it. Okay. Assuming I can get Mark to do this, in the first week, we're going to do a big whole thing together with Draft Royale where, like, all the Hotline League viewers can get in on it and compete against me and Mark because you guys are always, you know, you think you know so much. And so that'll be your time to prove it. We'll talk more about that in future episodes. I, sh- I wasn't... I wasn't supposed to talk about that in this episode, but uh, I'm actually I'm but, uh, legitimately pretty excited about it, guys. Actually
1: breaking rules, but
0: uh... I mean it's it's cool.
1: Hey guys, I got another another little rule to break. uh
5: of a bad boy, bad boy, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, uh... <laughs> All right, I need to, not
0: only do I need to talk to my guests, but also my co-hosts about helping me in the sponsor. What?
1: this is after the sponsor thing you, I'm just commenting on the fact that you said something like that like six times it's just it's funny it's cute it's real cute
0: I'm just I'm legitimately excited about this hey guys I
1: don't know if I'm supposed to do this but uh...
0: and I'm excited about all our sponsors but this one and, and, and I'm just it's it's cool to be able to literally promote something everybody's been asking for Yeah, anyway, whatever we gotta we gotta move on oh, but yeah I,
1: I... we have a caller in here for like the
4: last minute and a half
0: Tom Shu is here Tom Shu, where are you calling from
4: What's up, guys? Uh, calling from Hampton Roads, Virginia.
0: Hampton Roads, Virginia. Oh, I got to give Draft Buff VIP. Uh, what do you want to talk about on the show, Tom Shue? One oh, of yeah. our most po- uh, popular callers.
4: As always, yeah. It's good, to, it's good to finally be back on the show. Yep, yep. I'm just trying to stay awake since it's almost 1 o'clock and Travis is going through his Draft Buff stuff. Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Come oh, on, yeah.
0: man. Please don't yeah. mock the sponsor, Tom Shu. He's Otherwise, mocking I will, you. I, I think, will mock I think, yeah. your. Oh no! Dra- yeah, Reddit draft
4: is amazing. I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Anyway, continue.
4: Okay, but anyway, um, there was a story on the Reddit on Reddit the Reddit thread that uh, uh, there was a different show. Uh, I won't name it, but it had Monte Cristo and a. It was like some analyst named Hal Biagas, and they were talking about. He's not LCN an analyst. Salary. He's the
0: head of the. Um, he's the head of the Players Association. Really? Not the head of it. He's the guy that manages it. Yeah.
4: Oh, I see. Okay, I gotcha. So yeah, they were basically talking about the uh, Players Association, and he was going into current LCS player salaries, and they said, uh, and he said, the average player salary has now increased to four hundred and ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Like that seems like it. that's a pretty insane number. Like how much how much salary inflation we've gotten ever since franchising started. I remember seeing in a uh, in a uh, 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 an article in ESPN, right when franchising started, this was around late 2017, saying that Riot said the average salary was around 150 thousand.
0: I think it was higher than that. I thought I thought it was like 300 or something.
4: Yeah, well this was November twenty seventeen. I don't know if they were saying if they were talking about they were including Academy players or just talking about the median salary. I'm sure this number is probably a little bit smaller if it's median salary. Because, you know, I'm sure be, it's pretty top heavy with like people like double lift and team liquid and making tons yeah. of money. But I mean
0: citation uh, on if Double Lift is making tons of money, but
3: sure.
4: Oh yeah, I mean there's no there's no reason why he wouldn't be making
0: what where on uh, tsm
4: well yeah tl tsm I mean, they always pay the money. I
0: mean, I'm, I'm just saying like if double lift
4: and and all these
2: names ain't making money
0: i mean Bjergsen... like i i ranked the teams based off of how much the team the they're they're paying in salaries and Bjergsen probably isn't getting paid that much in cash or top end on cash because he's got equity and double lift supposedly didn't really negotiate like with other, didn't consider other team offers essentially. Whenever he joined TSM, which probably put him in a well, not didn't, so competitive market.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. The TSM trade was it an actual trade or was it? So um, he's
0: he's re-signed to like there. The way you so know he, that, he's
1: restructured his contract.
0: whatever. Yeah, 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 because it's he's there for an extra year. Otherwise, it would have right. been only through the summer.
1: Right, well, yeah, it depends how... Because there's there's contract restructurings, there's contract extensions in traditional sports, and those are different. Um, But I assume there's there's no difference in LCS, and it's just a restructured contract. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, I wonder... Travis, you you would know probably a little bit better. Do you feel like there's a massively higher top end overall than... Than this average because there's a median versus average um, for salaries. And I know a lot of people preferred finding the median. Uh, yeah, I think the
0: people at the top probably get paid a ton, and the people, um, and then a lot of people get paid way less. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, wondering if,
4: because if... thinking about some of these players making four hundred and ten thousand to play this bad it makes my skin crawl.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're getting paid what people are willing to pay them.
4: Like, I don't think- Thinking about managers being this dumb to pay $410,000.
0: Well here, it's not like, okay. Here's what happens that people don't understand. It's not like the Papa Smithies and the Danans of the world who are, or Papa Smithies like, all right, let me, you said the managers, right? Who's like, ah, I will decide to, out of my own account, pay somebody 400K. They're getting a budget from team owners were under pressure from their investors to perform because investors really only understand results and they're all, I mean, I went on this ranch before, right? They're all rich people who don't like losing because they're rich people and they don't know what losing means. They feel like they should just be able to buy success and all their life they've been able to. So they're like, I'll just buy more of that. And then
1: Steve did it. So you're like, wait, it's totally possible.
0: Well, Steve has money from his investors, right? Like TL has done multiple raises and has a ton of, of people involved. So like, I, it's it's difficult for me to hear the blame being put on the GMs because like, feel free to, to blame the GMs if you don't like the roster, but I don't feel like blaming GMs for the amount of money that is being spent is the right place to put the blame.
2: Let's just say if I, if I have an organization called Raz Gaming and I come into the LCS, am I just gonna be like, yeah, we're just gonna pay our own kind of salary. I'm not gonna look at the market value whatsoever. I'm just gonna say no. I know better and the only pr- players that are available to me are people that can't even make Academy. Like it's not, it's not your choice. Most of the time, if you want to be a competitive team, you have to buy into what the market value is. So, so,
4: at, I, what, so at what point are we balancing competition versus profitability? I mean, I, cause I at think... this point we're 410,000, like profitability for any sports team is just getting further and further away.
0: I mean, you say okay. Well, a couple different things. One,
4: the Travis call. Let's go. We, we
0: don't we don't know that because we don't know. So I would agree with you that teams there are, are no, overspending. No if the take is that teams are overspending, I would one hundred percent agree with that. And if I and if you're asking if I think salaries are way too high, I would also one hundred percent agree with that. Um, I think I'm not sure if I I'm not confident enough to say that. Profitability is getting further and further away because, the, until last year, like the league had very little revenue, uh, at least in in relation to where it could be. Right, like this, sp- the amount of sponsors that came on last year uh, went way up. Um, Their right has now uh, commissioned a third party to shop broadcast rights around for next year to different um, different companies. So we might see. It's exclusively on Twitch or exclusively on YouTube or something. We'll have to see. But like, I, I definitely feel as though they've done a ton to increase the, the revenue of the league. And I don't know. I, well, I wouldn't be confident enough to say that the, the salaries have gone up way higher or way faster than the revenue has gone up.
4: Well, I think it's I think it's great that you know Riot is taking these steps, but still, if you like multiply average salaries 410000 $410, dollars, and you multiply that by what fifty players, that's like multiple tens of millions of dollars. And are we sure that these like endemic sponsors are actually like making up the difference between these teams or what Team Liquid is able to pay their players? Yeah, I don't think so.
0: All right, sorry, sorry. Is your is your take that Team Liquid is losing money?
4: Well, is that everyone's losing money, and that like no one seems to be very interested in actually pursuing profitability? So it's like, what's the so like you see like all these esports orgs, crowd like courting these investors who don't know anything about the scene, and they walk in and say, hey, this could be the next multi billion dollar industry, and so you take all these investors who don't know anything. And then you, you don't you just you all you do is just tell them give them the possible benefits and then you just take their you just take their money and just keep investing it because of how limited liability works. You don't need to do anything when you can just you don't need to worry about profitability and you can just ride on this miss, massive wave of venture capital money and debt and it doesn't matter because as long as you're getting paid and as long as the investors are happy, it doesn't matter.
0: Um, who was it? Somebody posted a great Oh, Cody Connors, I think it was. Let me see if I can find this. Posted a great thing about Grubhub, mm-hmm. where Grubhub essentially. It's good that this is the last episode or last call because I'm sure we're just going to be bleeding viewers right now. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Grubhub Nothing gets fans
4: interested. Like, pulling I, I was I was going to rip on TSM like as my like goodbye. So.
1: <laughs> okay, if people will stick around for you making fun of TSM then. Hell
0: yeah. Where is it? Okay, well, whatever. I can't find it on his Twitter, but it's basically like, hey, uh, Grubhub just loses money. Hand over fist, and it's just a race between all these different food delivery services to uh, lose a ton of money and get as much viewership or not viewership and as much like business as possible uh, without worrying about it. Like, I think they lost. I don't know. It's some ridiculous number. I wish I could find the article now, but maybe somebody else can. Yeah, but
1: um, to be fair, yeah, as I, I'm not a business expert, but as I understand it, the, uh, the idea is that they're willing to spend to try and grab a hold of a what will be a substantial market uh, long term and, and, you know, get their customer base and then hopefully, you know, you survive while other competitors die off and then you can, can you know, like you're, you're spending money to get a sizable chunk of this market that's
4: hopefully going to stabilize. Which is yeah. a pretty different thing than, than... Which is kind of weird because like LCS is the only player in the game. Like you've what? seen like other like startup companies get big. Like you know Spotify got big and then Uber got big and then they try and monetize and okay so wow. now this is where it starts getting difficult.
1: Well, I, I'm just saying I don't think these situations even apply because like there's not like it, an LCS team is not trying to get a market share of something. They they're just. Trying to, you know, their their thing that they're trying to achieve is winning, which is of course trying to get eyeballs and a mar- like a, a portion of of the market share of viewers and fans and stuff like that. But I think it's it's a pretty different idea because you like it's less
3: yeah like so there's like, an extra like,
1: step in between where like you have to win and make you know a good roster and these kinds of things. Like, you should that should be your goal. So then you get fans versus spending money just to get the fans.
3: That's yeah, and what it's
4: what like wh- where's the end game? I there is no end game. I thought the the goal of a business is to make money.
0: So the uh, the article is named uh DoorDash and pizza arbitrage. I'll put it in the Twitch chat and everybody else can Google it. But it's a very like if for the people that are interested in this stuff, like if you think the esports side is fucked up, you should go look at food delivery businesses cuz it's actually just insane. Like they're they're basically losing half a bill a year um chasing something that's unsure of if they, you know, it can be profitable even if they had max mar- market share. Um, and it just made me think a lot about what we see in esports and like esports is pretty small pennies to that. I don't know if, uh, to, to your point, I guess the question is, let's say a team is spending $4 million in operating costs for their League of Legends team a year. Mm-hmm. You have to hope that they can make back that $4 million plus more. And not just more, but like way more, and then across all their other stuff, make way more, and in 10 years be huge because their investors are going to demand that and they have to pay back all the money they've borrowed and all that stuff. I don't know if that's ever going to happen.
4: I wonder if Riot would be willing to think about opening up to betting sites like CSGO.
0: This
1: is a
4: tangent that... Yeah, you're
0: way off on (laughs) on a different thing now, but um, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. The interesting thing is I don't know if it matters because I think a lot of these companies and investors are willing to just lose money for a long period of time. That being said, we are now entering into, or we are, I believe, technically in a recession that might last for a while. So we're gonna see how long the appetite is for all this stuff. I continue to think that a lot of the moves that Dignitas made, including dropping Huni, are at least somewhat motivated by the financial pressure that their parent company is under. And um, I, yeah, I mean, I think, players are under or overpaid the league is not sustainable from a revenue standpoint and profitability standpoint and uh does have matter, to improve honest. or you're going to see a bunch of teams go under and salaries drop and uh
1: ran- random two things too is someone correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure isn't like the number of sports teams who actually make money pretty low like isn't a lot of it like you You have a billion dollar franchise that you buy, and you hope you can sell it for more at some point down the line or something, so I don't uh, know
0: about and it's also a bit of a plaything so, a lot so of them. I think it depends a lot on the sport uh I do know yeah. that broadcasts like i don't know a lot of these teams lost money until they started making a ton of money a while ago, and that was because of things like broadcast rights and i don't know a bunch of different stuff so it gets it gets really complicated but uh yes, sports teams have often been money sinks for rich people that eventually became pretty profitable.
1: Right, so I guess what I'm saying is like, that's a closer comparison for me to make than I think
2: um, So
1: like
4: valuation
2: versus like year
3: to year. I hope that I have, I hope that I have.
2: And I think one thing that kind of sucks with the, the quarantine thing hitting um, is that the LPL had a pretty good direction on uh, team stadiums, like not only was it selling seats, quite frequently, but they had their own merchandising stores within their built in like uh, venues. So like those are great ways to profit, like to at least gain extra forms of profit is not only ticket sales that are consistent for some of these teams, um, but also just like merchandising that is really difficult. A lot of the times to get eyeballs on.
0: Yeah. But the LPL is like,
2: it almost is like comparing
0: the LCS to the NBA, like LPL is so big. It's the third biggest sport in China.
2: Yeah, but my point is like that's the direction that, uh, that we're looking towards is that we're not expecting or at least I'm not like the LCS isn't expecting to be in this current position forever. Uh, like the LPL literally just let like two years ago, um, we're nowhere near this. So like, in terms of it, there being progress, yeah, I, I think that's what the hope is. And I don't think LCS may, I, I could be completely fucking wrong. But I don't think LCS in a year from now will be in the same position LPL is. That's not what I'm saying, is that I'm expecting them to get better in terms of merchandising. I'm already seeing that to be a great um, improvement for a lot of LCS teams is that their merchandising is so much better now. Um, and then whatever happens with franchising will happen.
0: I just, like, uh, we're not trending in a good direction. Like another LCS, problem. LCS viewership down the split. So, Another yeah.
2: problem that I think uh, League of Legends has in general, like I guess esports in, as a whole, is that with sports you can get you know what is it called again? Um, salary caps? Easy. Like it's easy. If, yeah. if, it's easy to have salary caps in those biz- industries because like the NBA, the NHL, like all of them are just it's competing within the best league. Um, with League of Legends, if you have a, if I would imagine if you have a salary cap in North America. Well, I'm just going to go to a different region. That's well, you,
0: can't, thing, you right? can't do a salary cap. I mean, t- yes. There's a lot of steps. There's to a there. lot of different things there, too, right? It, like, we would need a players' union, and a players' union is yeah. not incentivized to go under a collective bargaining agreement because that would mean they'd make less money. So, I mean, we've touched and on a, this a, little a, bit on CBA this a lot. What also,
1: yeah, like salary caps are usually determined by revenue, and then you're, you know, like, is how, how much revenue is the league actually bringing in? Is it something that you can actually divvy up in a, a way or decide? like you're saying to make players actually want to play in that region and stuff. Or Mm -hmm. does that mean every European player goes back home because already a a bunch of them don't play in North America. Apparently.
0: No, I mean, if Um, you're, if you're an LCS pro now's in my opinion, your time to just make as much money as possible, because I don't, don't think that salaries will stay this high for this long.
1: Yeah, I I would agree that I would think that it would drop at some point, but I, it's also been going up over and over. So who knows? The other thing I was going to say is head tap to Golden Guardians for being the most uh, win share to cost team. Yeah, the most efficient team. Yes. And I don't know. You didn't reveal any specifics in that video, but I'll just say they were they were they were definitely the 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 most efficient team by a good amount.
0: I actually don't know and, if it's a good amount because yeah. C9 well, has such a great C9 equation because they won so much. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So like it's it's. The fact that they were above a 17 win org that was, yeah,
4: yeah, it says a lot. Highly impressive.
1: Yeah. As much as I meme mean on on Golden Guardians, they they they're they're the little guys, the Oakland A's. I guess they're supposed to be the Golden State Warriors, but they're the Oakland A's.
0: <laughs> Anywho, Tom Shu, thanks so much for the call. Anything else you want to say?
4: Uh, can I rip on TSM real quick? Sure. Yeah, oh my god. Can we talk about how TSM is getting ready to ruin yet another jungler? Like, I don't know what it is with TSM's fetish or Bjergsen's fetish with these mechanically skilled solo queue junglers that they go in and they bring him into their system and immediately just turn them into team like dogs. Like, honestly... I remember like TSM was getting ready to was getting ready to make a big offer for Xmithie, and then Immortals came in and like slapped their money while on the table and pulled them away. And if TSM really cared that much and get, to get them to succeed, they would have just uh, pulled out the bag. I mean it's TSM, it's not like they don't have tons of money. And all this all this drama with Dardok and Spica and Acadian and everything probably would have never happened if they just ponied up the money and then just got Xmithie and because there's just there is no reason for them if they if they really care that much about succeeding then they would have just dropped the cash because it seems like Xmithie is the kind of jungler they're exactly looking for it's just a team dog that kind of knows what Everyone knows what every single lane wants, and now they're trying to train up these young junglers, and they just take them, they chew them up, and they spit them out. And it's just going to keep going on like this until management realizes that there's, no, there's something they can do about it. Because I, uh, I, just
0: I'm just realizing, realizing that if there, I don't stop you, do, this will just continue.
4: We just make TSM I, so, I, I like uh, to call her, her the person in, in Twitch
1: chat who noticed before we did that this is just a filibuster. Exactly. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> no, get, get out of here, Tom. Wait a minute. Travis. Don't, don't engage him. Don't
2: engage him until he's. Travis, black. Travis, the first caller
0: I that him you out. brought in.
2: <laughs> you kicked him before he even said he was the nicest human being before he finished his point.
0: What does that have to do with this?
2: Kick what? this man on the street.
0: He's out. Oh, he's out. He's gone Immediately,
2: now. before he even finishes his point. He's
0: gone. I, uh, I, see, I, see, what I, Raz, I see what Raz class. is saying.
1: He's saying if Travis is cold hard enough to cut a nice Tom. man out early.
3: both that man.
1: So you don't think Bjergsen has a fetish for ruining mechanical junglers?
0: I actually you do don't, think. You don't agree I, with no, I, no, I will agree with Tom so much that it's actually crazy that they didn't just pony up the money for smithing.
1: Oh, okay, about that point. I thought, yeah. I thought you were agreeing. With no, him. I, I like as said. he
0: said that I I I completely there was no argument in my mind. Like I think TSM should. I, I, on one hand, I just talked about how I feel like the teams overpay people. On the other hand, which is a gun. That's a Tim Rogers reference to a Final Fantasy VII video. Uh, okay. I definitely think they should have just paid money to X Smithy to get him, And they would be in a way better position right now. Smithy, Peter they- wanted to play with Smithy. I mean, why didn't they just do I- that?
2: I don't understand. Like, who's to say that they wouldn't do the exact same thing to Smithy? Like, there's a reputation here for a reason. Like, I, I, I think that which uh, one do you
0: think is more likely to work out and be a consistent player on the team, Dardock or Smithy?
2: Yeah, Smithy probably. Yeah, of course, of course, Smithy. Oh, uh, I thought you were saying
1: this off season you wanted them to pony up. You wanted them to pony up before yes. Immortals snack, smacked them up. Yeah,
0: they should have just spent the money.
1: Oh, wait, when I'm asking you, this this no, offseason or last offseason or they both should
0: have is is a past tense participle right
1: and both them are in the fucking past tense yeah so what's going on Travis which when? one
0: uh five months ago
1: okay okay you didn't want them to pony up now when Smithy is supposed I mean they can pony up now but like
0: I don't know if you like I mean the rumor is he's bench so I don't know why they would put him on the bench and then not not trade him but um I. Yeah. Like whatever. Even if if he's available now, get him now. They just spent yeah. what they bragged about a $50 million training facility. Make it a $49 million training facility.
1: Invest in the people.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think Smithy is I have no idea what's happening or the rumor that you're talking about in terms of where Smithy's currently at. Smithy literally had like I don't know i guess he got kicked from tl or what happened in that regard like he had an insane personal showing at um worlds for me i thought he had like in terms of his mechanics was like really strong on that regard like he was the best jungler in north america in my mind and then so like yeah um obviously for sure i think you should just go get him if you have the money for it maybe they're waiting for him next off season when he's
1: a free agent again if he's gonna if he's if he I, is benched i don't know to if he's
0: only had a one-year contract i assume it was more than one
1: yeah but i assume if you're benched for summer you're you're finding a way to get out of that
2: i'm just saying that team had since Karen, so
0: yeah all right uh, we, got away. we got a hype train going in twitch chat so thank you for the subs uh mark what do you want to shout out here at the end of the show um
1: well shout out rice for drying out my laptop after I spilled water in it. Oh, it was a, a laptop. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I thought it was a huge damn tower. I was like, "How?" Are you could still <laughs> do actually, it, Ras. Have you dude, seen dude, the Aurora's?
1: Dude, this laptop's fucking huge. Anyways, I, I had to go out and buy a ten-pound bag of rice
2: at six a.m.
1: The alien I Aurora's, Aurora's
0: actually are quite manageable from a size perspective.
2: I, I honestly, I'm not even saying I'm not bullshitting. I have alien Aurora, This is my PC. Rice is also delicious.
1: Um, it's a great. You can use it so many different ways. It's fantastic. Um, you know, for how much it fills you up for the calories, it's not bad. Uh, there's not. There's nothing you can't say that's not good about rice.
0: Raz, what do you want to promote? Myself, no.
2: Um, I mean, Golden Guardians, amazing organization. Split's about to come up in uh, two. To, you know, around two weeks time. So. You get to watch some amazing games happen from an LCS level, an academy level. And if you have enough content from all of that, you can also watch my stream at twitch.tv slash razzleplasm. There we go. Thank you. There we have it. I'm
0: going to give a shout out to the hype train, which only has two minutes left for us to complete this level in the Twitch chat. Let's get some subs in the chat or some bits. Uh, I'm going to stick around and do a bounty, which I would appreciate if people also stick around for because that helps me out. Shout out to Alienware and our new sponsor, DraftBuff. It's really cool that they're here. Go check it out. <laughs> DraftBuff. What, what, Mark?
1: Th- that face. Someone had a good, good point. I was asking what I should do with all my laptop rice because I, I put about five, ten 10 pounds of, lap- of rice on my laptop to dry it out. But I don't really want to cook and eat it. But someone said I should cook it and make snowballs and have a s- rice snowball fight with it. I thought it was a great idea. Are you sure? Are go. you sure
0: you didn't get like rice in the the computer? Because there's yes. like start shaking it
1: and see. <laughs> stuff. I, I would fucking smell it if there was rice in here. All right, this thing's cooking. Yeah, there we go.
0: Rice doesn't. Okay.
1: Red
0: what Rain rice just doesn't smell? Ten subs in the chat. Thank you, Red Rain. You must say rice doesn't smell. Rice smells. Well, whenever it's. I don't think it's that dry, that dry kernels of rice smell. They
1: will smell. Mm-hmm. If you Have put you a dry kernel of rice yeah. on a heater, it's gonna smell. Yes. Travis doesn't cook, so this is kind of a moot point. This is this like is very true. Thanks this is everyone like trying for to explain.
0: watching this. He's enjoying his takeout chicken right now. He's league. like, but KFC isn't rice. <laughs>